You snake. This is not the Bread Club music. This is some sexually charged oh, sorry. music. There we go. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> We're uh, next to each other in the background music. The perfect fade out as uh, Matt and I are going to be chatting a whole lot of shit for a whole lot of time. A whole lot of, are we? A whole lot of time. Not too much time, but a good amount of time. The time won't be shit. The word, the verb, the the verbiage will be shit. Verbiage. I like that. I struggled you're well, there. Uh, you're well I spoken, uh, I, man. I didn't do English well there. You didn't do English well? I, no, sometimes no English good. No sometimes idea. sometimes words hard. No yab. <laughs> um welcome to the latest episode of the Bread Club on Fightful Overbooked, fightfuloverbooked.com, fightful.com. It's Matt from the Shining Wizards. It's Kieran from Wrestling. This is your one-stop shop for all things New Japan Pro Wrestling and we are excited. We are shocked. There is so much to talk about. I, it is Sonada's world, and we're just living in it. What a incredible night. It's, it's awesome. It's great. I, I haven't got a bad word to say about it, and I've not seen a bad word said. I no. It is pure bliss right now, uh, look, living in Sonada's world. I agree, 100%. Um, I just, I mean, last time we got together, man, we didn't think it was happening. It's made like the more the match was, the closer the match was coming. I was just like, "There's a real chance here. Like, this this could actually happen." And then, oh, like we'll, we will break down Sakura Genesis match by match. But that just everything, it, it felt right. It, it would have been disappointing if he didn't win. Yes, yes, I agree. It, the The story was there. I mean, god damn, we do picks on the Shining Wizard Wrestling podcast, and nobody except for one dude. Pick Sonata, and I said, I said, Hansel Kevin, how? He said, I looked back, and he said, New Japan has a history of doing the title change in spring. Yeah, he's probably right. Because holy shit, you're right. You've got time to get into the hands of the person you want come before the G1. Because most of the time, whoever holds the title going into the G1 is going to hold the title going into Wrestle Kingdom. This is uh, it's crazy, man. This is now the only thing I think about when this happened, and we're gonna get into Sakura Genesis. But I gotta, I gotta. We haven't talked. I, I think we just sent. I sent. We sent each other a couple messages this week. We um, save. We save it for the podcast. And I waited very late Wednesday night slash Thursday morning to send you uh, that message um, about what happened on Dynamite. Ah, uh, yes. Um. um <laughs> you're, you're, you're... All, is, all is right in the world we are batting a thousand over here kieran i wanted to make a funny joke and say oh yeah of course you're talking about this other thing that happened on dynamite but i couldn't tell you a single thing that happened on dynamite other than of course jay white finally finding his new home after much uh much concern much uh a disappearance um so yeah i couldn't make the joke but hey we know what's happening with jay white now which is a relief it's fantastic. I, I t- sent you a message and I said, he's not WWE bound. And you said, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. And I said, you're fucking right. It's got to be true. <laughs> it, 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 it irks me to no end. A report comes out and it's gospel. You know, <laughs> it was correct. Yes, WWE had passed on him, it seemed. But, you know, let's wait until 
the dust has settled before we make fools of ourselves. Um, as I said, I'm posting, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm posting so many succession memes because I'm loving it and I'm scared to post New Japan related stuff uh, because I've worked very hard on his Twitter account. Um, and there's like Logan Roy, just one of the quotes is like, uh, shut your mouth today and you won't look like a cunt tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's wise words to live by. I agree. I agree. But man, what a, what a, it's been the last we talked and we were going into WrestleMania weekend. Yep. And God I watched. Damn. I watched one. Should I watch Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor? I still haven't watched did, WrestleMania. Did, did you watch lots of baseball, though? Oh, did I ever watch a yeah. fucking ton of baseball? <laughs> I spent my Easter at a baseball game yesterday. Hell yeah. Um, I was at Star Wars Celebration this weekend. It was back in London. Um, I have a great Millennium Falcon print, uh, art print poster. It's huge. I've gotten signed by many people over the years. I don't get, you know, it, I love some people get a Star Wars poster and they will have hundreds if not thousands signatures on there because they will have stormtrooper number 5000 and stormtrooper 300 and ewok 200 like oh nice you know what i mean just people that aren't re relevant as such whereas i kind of keep to the big guys so this yeah. week and i got you and mcgregor i got fucking overwhelmed kenobi to sign my poster and you know what he said to me matt he said nice mustache nice mustache so and he's rocking one himself so from one one mustache man to another. Um, I got I got a compliment from Obi Wan Kenobi himself. Nice. I don't think I, I think I would look like a complete creep if I just went with the mustache. See, if if you had known me before, I had the mustache. You would probably think I look like a creep now. Yeah, but see, like I've had this the beard mustache combo has it's over ten years. I've had this for a few years now, for sure. Like it seems it's certainly rising up in popularity. The, the old mustache. Well, I have it because my wife hates my face. So, oh, dude, like I, I went clean shaven for whatever reason, just to like let it regrow properly on and stuff. And or no, the first time I walked into the living room with just a mustache, and Hazel, my fiance, saw it, she just laughed. And I was like, "Well, I'm fucking gonna keep it out of spite now." And then now I like it. There you go. See, so, I shaved my face. I shaved it all off when my wife was on vacation. Then she came home and she was not happy. It, we we look we look like different human beings once we shave our facial hair. It's understandable. Oh yeah, I look a fucking wreck. <laughs> like worse a wreck than I do now. But yeah, you mentioned like it is crazy. Two weeks like WrestleMania weekend, of course, a million shows happening. Uh, I like when we was on when we was recording the last episode. I had a friend Adam uh, writer Adam from WrestleWin sent me the the graphic that we was it was a fish year now. Shibata versus Wheelie Yuta for the Ring of Honor title that happened live on our last recording um and yeah this in those two weeks we've had an impact new japan show we've had shibata in ring of honor jyaw uh the road to sakura genesis and sakura genesis um and then we've got two big shows happening this weekend to preview and talk about as well that you're going to be going to hell yeah hell yeah I, I mean, you know what let me take back that previous statement i did watch the uh shingo hanare match from road Two. Uh, but that's the only that doesn't count that's but not wrestlemania I mean, weekend okay well i mean if you listen to Uncle Dave, that's fucking match stole best the weekend. Match, best match of WrestleMania weekend. I have my uh, doubts, my my disagreements with that. All right. Um. I mean, let let let's work up back back to front. Yeah, I suppose. I'm sorry. Yep. There, there's a lot. So the first show we need to talk about was Multiverse United. It happened a long time ago now. Uh, my memory is not going to be very fresh on it. Um. I really liked you of Umara versus Gabriel Kid. Um, I love 
you know, they, there was like this headlock tussle at the top that was great, and you, you're one with a high crossbody, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, when when big moves that don't get the job done anymore because we're used to them when they still win because a, a crossbody off the top rope is really cool. We're just desensitized to it. I remember like someone in NXT won with a a um, it was the talk of Twitter for the day that they won with a superplex off the top rope, and people were like, "What? You don't win matches with that?" And it's like, "No, you you kind of should. It's a big deal." Well, that's how people won matches back in the day. Like, exactly. That was it. Uh, you had a crazy six-way scramble for the X Division Championship. Uh, Trey Miguel retaining against Rocky Romero, Clark Connors, Kevin Knight, Rich Swan, and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Clark Connors, arguably the star of that show, hitting some incredible spears. Um, that match, I should say. Uh, Eight-man tag, PCO, uh, getting the win for him, Sammy Callahan, Alex Coglin, and Fred Rosser versus Joe Hendry, Eddie Edwards, and Tom Lawler. I've just noticed Alex Coglin has a new render on the... Uh, New Japan website, so you know maybe that's a sign of things to come. That's not even me trying to get scoops. I'm just looking hey, at the pictures. Here. Did you uh did you have to pay for this multiverse show? Um, it was, was it? It, it's one that had to be paid for. Yes, okay. whether I whether I paid for it or not is a different question. But yeah, it was yeah, a pay per view. Look, you're an upstanding citizen. I know you paid for it, but I didn't know. I didn't know what the. I don't know. I mean, this is this is all like I'm very at you watch. And I'm all over the place, but you watch Sakura Genesis, right? And the show is fucking awesome. There's so many mm-hmm. great lines. This is great for WrestleMania weekend, this Multiverse United. Right? Great great showcase, a lot of great matchups, really fun time, right? But I feel the same way about this as I do the Forbidden Door. I think, yeah, like, this is certainly a show for the crowd in attendance. I like you know if you're if you're lucky you're going to get a good match or two watching it on stream which is great it's it's fun to watch good matches but there's no long term investment here there's no emotional investment there's no storyline investment it's just a good match for the sake of a good match um it was case Jeff Cobb uh, defeating Moose um a very hoss match uh four way match between Diana Perazzo getting the win over Masha Slamovich Giselle Shaw and Miyu Mashta uh how is Miyu Mashta doing how's she doing she was better in other matches. This was a bit clunky. Um, I think there was just like breakdowns in communications and at times it was fine. It's not anything anyone's gonna remember. Um and then another well, fun uh, you know, she's a three time DDT pro wrestling Iron Man heavy metal weight champion. Me Yamashita. She is um, she, many titles, but you know, that's Matt saying that definitely not looking at any other screen in his room other than the one he's using to record. No, no, I gotta look this shit up, but I gotta. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about over here. If you listen to the last episode, you know my Joshi mm-hmm, uh, knowledge point. is going through the fucking roof. Yep, it was impressive. It's like hell. when a four year old says, "Look how high I can jump." Like, <laughs> really high. That's <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "What?" They're shouting, "I watch me do this," and then they do nothing. And I love that meme. Uh, Impact World Tag Team Championships online. Chris Chris Bay and Ace Austin retaining against uh, TMDK, uh, Shane Hayes, Badu Tito, Ozzy Open, and Moesi Machine Guns. Uh, a very good special singles match. Leo Rush versus Kusha with Kusha getting the win. A uh, Leo Rush going for the uh, final hour, his frog splash, and it being caught by Kusha into the hoverboard lock. Um, Kento Minoru Suzuki, uh, Kento retaining the strong Openweight Championship. I've got a bone to pick here. I think we, we must have discussed it before, the, the, the horrific Kenta versus Sonata match in the New Japan Cup. Yeah, we did. Kind of. Yeah. Same here again. I don't... Ken, I, I think... I feel bad for saying it. He's such a fucking good legend and he's still very entertaining, Kenta. 
I think he doesn't. He shouldn't be having singles matches at this point in his career. I just don't think he's up for it. Mate, against the right opponent, maybe. Like he seems to put on bangers against Zack Sabre Junior. in the G one every year. But I don't know. Like I feel maybe this this final this injury that he had against Tanahashi, where he fell off the the world's tallest ladder. Um, maybe that was kind of final the final nail in the coffin for him. I thought he had a good match when he took the title off of Rosser. Yeah, no, you're you're right as well. Yeah, no, we did sing the praises of that one. It's it's a, it's a weird one. I just. I've very much fallen out of love with him. He is entertaining. He's a great character, but I think he would be better served in like a tag team at this point in his career. Yeah, I'm with you, man. He just, every singles match, I I hope that I get to see. I clearly, no, I'm not going to get Kenta from 15 years ago, right? But yeah. I hope to see some glimmer of that Kenta, like with the Fred Rosser match. But then like, you know. I didn't see this match, but, you know, I trust you. And now I'm, you know, like Kenta Eddie Edwards at this this Capital Collision show 15 years ago was the fucking the, the bell of the ball. Now, like, oh, yeah, the, the, his, the history between them is such a cool match that you will get to see that. And obviously we're going to review cap preview, sorry, Capital Collision and Collision in Philadelphia as well. Um, right. And then the main event of the night. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Speedball Mike Bailey. This was a really good match. Again, it was the match of the show, I would say, um, from a pure wrestling standpoint. Uh, and yeah, it was a big match for Speedball. Um, commentary said how Speedball had two dream matches. He would have, if you asked Speedball if he could wrestle any men, who would he want to wrestle? And the answer was always John Cena was one of them, and Hiroshi Tanahashi was the other. Um, so a very big deal for Speedball and a very, a very good main event for this show. Very um, when did uh, when did Stupid lose his teeth? He like bit an apple or something. Like again, they came out. Yeah, literally. I shit you not. Um, you, you know put what? A picture up of them next to an apple. Fucking asshole. Uh, but yeah, that was my first United. It was a couple of weeks ago. We, we've just run through that very quickly. Um, because there's, quite frankly, so much mm, juicier New Japan content to sink our teeth into. Like Tanahashi sinking his teeth into an apple. Dumb hair. You dumb hair. What are you eating an apple for? Dumb. He's got to keep up that bod. Is that apples do that? Do apples keep your body? Because I am working. I'm, I need some help over here. Well, go on a diet of apples and then we'll see what happens. What am I, a horse? <laughs> Hold on, Kieran. Look, that, fuck Impact New Japan. Fuck Fuck Multifast United. Yes, fuck them. Fuck them. You, Ring of Honor is your baby. You are a Ring of Honor genius. You. Like, oh, Sh Shibata's the pure champion, man. I I've never been so happy. I could not have life. been happier. Not have been. Ha I thought, uh, I thought Ring of Honor did an excellent job with this mat. This card had a real nice big card feel to it. Um, the pre-show saw uh, Jeff Cobb beat Tracy Williams. Yeah, to beat Willie Mack, which is nice because I think Takesh is going to get. A nice rub in Ring of Honor. I feel well, like. Well, hey, the, the story is apparently Tony Khan said on the media call or something in some interview it was meant to be Takeshita versus Will Ospreay. But of course, Ospreay got injured. That would have been cool. That would have been real cool. That would have been mind blowing. That would have been a huge deal. But, you know, I think Tony Khan's one that once he's got. We, we'll get that match now, one way or another. Tony yes. Khan will make it happen. Um. It was, you know, we got to see a great return. Nigel McGuinness is back in Ring of Honor, which is awesome. Yep, fellow Brit. Um, he was, and he he's now all elite as well. Yeah, which is fantastic. I love Nigel McGuinness. He's one of the first ever guests 
in the history of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. God damn. So you just have to go back about 2,000 episodes to find that one. It's probably about six. I have a great Nigel McGuinness story. Go. Oh. So the Jared. first the first year we did the podcast was the first year they did WrestleCon. So WrestleMania was in New Jersey. Yep. And we we had a table at WrestleCon, and I reached out to a couple wrestlers, and I said, look, we can't pay you, but we have a table. You can come sell whatever your gimmicks are, DVDs, whatever. I don't, we don't want a dollar. You make your money. Just do it at our table. So Just Incredible agreed to do it. Mike Mondo and Nigel McGuinness. That's a, a pretty fucking good re- response. So somewhere in the email exchange, Ni- Nigel McGuinness told me where he was staying. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to come in with Mike Mondo. Well, Mike Mondo ended up being a flake. Right. So I knew nothing but to get in my car and drive to Nigel McGuinness's hotel mm-hmm. where he was like, hey, Mondo flaked. I don't know if I can make it. And I was like, I'm downstairs. Yep. Uh, so I don't think he was ready for that. <laughs> and it was it was a weird part in Nigel's life. Um, and I think he would tell you this. It was WrestleMania 29. It was in New York. It's Danielson. It's Punk. It's all the guys he worked Ring of Honor with on the biggest stage in the world. Yeah, 29 was Undertaker Punk. And he was, you know, obviously he was supposed to be with them. But because of the stuff with the hepatitis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ne- he didn't get his job with the WWE, and he was kind of heartbroken. Yeah, so cool. I picked him up. He had all these DVD, all his last of the McGinnis DVDs. He had zero expectations. He went in there and he sold the f- sold every DVD he had. Oh, that's awesome! Signed a shitload of autographs. Like he could not have been nicer. Couldn't have been happier. Uh, and then he needed to ride back to New York to the Hammerstein Ballroom for Ring of Honor tapings. Uh, so I drove him back. God and, uh, damn. You know, I've, I had to make it happen. It was our first year as a podcast, uh, and he couldn't have been nicer. But he also like, I'm like, you gonna watch Mania? He's like, no, probably not. Like, it's a tough time for difficult, him. difficult like, for him to watch. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's great to see. You know, we have that moment with him, and he had a podcast on our network for a short amount of time, and then to see him get to NXT and NXT UK and be this huge figure and get the the recognition that he deserves on the 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 WWE network, and now to see him back in Ring of Honor. Being all elite, it's just fantastic. He could not be a nicer dude. So, props to Nigel McGuinness. Hell yeah, he it was, it was great on that commentary as well for that night. And you know what role he's going to play in AEW, we don't necessarily know. But he, but Nigel McGuinness is all elite. Maybe we see him step back into that ring. He, I think he put out a tweet saying he never said he was retired or something like that. Um, so you know we'll wait and see. Hey, Tony Khan's good at making shit happen. Um, but yeah, you mentioned that the pre-show, then you get onto the main show. Uh, I know this isn't all New Japan related, but El Kijo deal for Kingo defeating Commander, uh, which was mind blowing. Uh, those two men, Jesus Christ! Yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Just, just you know, not the AAA I grew up on. Definitely. <laughs> um, um, it it was just the the stuff they can do, man. That's a match you showed to people that don't necessarily watch wrestling, and you say just just sit down for sixteen minutes and shut your mouth and watch this. How can you not? Be impressed. Uh, the Embassy defeating AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik. Uh, Athena defeating Yuka Sakazaki from TJPW. Samoa Joe retaining against Mark Briscoe. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Daniel Garcia. 
Uh, reach for the Sky ladder match. The Lucha Bros re- uh, winning the titles that included the Aussie Open in that match, uh, which was just balls to the wall, crazy ladders, like exactly what you'd expect. Um, and now we get to the moment, the best moment of my life, maybe. Uh, Katsuyori really? Shibata defeating Wheeler Yuta to become the new Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Katsuyori Shibata is a champion in the Lord's Year 2023. Uh, this I I again. I didn't think it was going to happen. I was rooting for it a hundred percent, but it just in my brain I was like, they clearly see something in Wheeler Yuta. They want to make him, you know, they want to make this pure championship probably just as important as the world championship. That's why and you what, give it to Shibata. Well, I was going to say, what better way <laughs> to beat Shibata? And again, I've screamed from the mountaintops on this podcast on the Shining Wizards podcast and any other platform that i could get my dumb voice on willie Yuta does nothing for me yeah agreed i i i mean i i don't watch aw weekly so i only have i've got a very varying opinion from most who do but yeah he doesn't do much for me but that's why i love this match even more shibata shibata just fucking wrecked him Willie you uh could not stand toe to toe with shibata that was the story anything really you tried shibata was one step ahead uh, Shibata making him use the rope breaks. The only time Wheeler Yuta got a leg up was when he cheated, when he done the low blow and the close fist. Um, and for the rest of it, literally, it was Shibata on top for a solid 90, 95% of the match. And that's the way it should be because it's Katsuyori fucking Shibata versus this rather inexperienced new guy, Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, no, I agree. You don't get the nickname The Wrestler and not be able to fucking beat Wheeler Yuta. So I think this is an awesome move. I'm very excited to see where this goes now i i mean it's crazy to me as well and then like less than a week later he's defending against uh christopher daniels christopher daniels after the AO- aw tapings um so that's another shibata match you know it, it was fine it, it uh, you know i'm never going to be disappointed in seeing shibata in the ring ever again um it wasn't anything to to talk about um and then he did do another match but that's not aired yet so i don't want to necessarily spoil it for anyone that's um, a good call that's a good call don't spoil it but it's uh yeah okay i won't say anything more um but yeah there, there's another match he's done that made me very excited because of who else was involved in the match i will say nice um, it's look it's it's going to be exciting to see where ring of honor goes with shibata as the pure champion i feel like he fits that mold it's hard to go from jonathan gresham as your pure champion to anybody else right like there's no you you you're not you know with all due respect to daniel garcia who's a fine fine professional wrestler or a sports entertainer depending on who you ask uh and then to wheeler yuda you know it's hard to hold a candle to jonathan gresham if anyone can do it and might possibly be better it's shibata so yeah i think this and is a great move i think it's very different styles as well like jonathan gresham is obviously the small dude that can wrap you up shibata is this big dude and he will fight you whereas gresham is obviously gonna out smart smart you technicality wise and everything like that um hopefully the dude gets a long long fucking rain um you know we're gonna talk about a bit about uh, you know jy and aw how can we not talk about it, even though we are new japan related um one thing i gotta touch on quickly all in all in is coming to wembley fucking stadium are you um, excited for is it all uh, in or all yeah it's all in right all, all in um i'm over the fucking moon i can't believe t tony khan has the bollocks to be running wembley stadium in his debut uh, but I'm holding on to that sliver of chance that we get a Ring of Honor pure t- title defense that we even get Mr. Katsuyori Shibata in Wembley fucking stadium. Uh, please, t- Tony Khan, I know you love the bread club. I know you're a big fan. You're 
you're always sending us pictures of you eating your favorite breads um please send cats joy spa over to wembley stadium for all in that's right that's all i ask did i spell wembley right you did you did Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> um yeah i i'm over the moon with it i just can't believe they've, they've done wembley that's a very ballsy fucking move go bigger go home right you can't yeah you can't go bigger on truthfully you cannot go fucking bigger than wembley stadium in the uk i think it's uh look the fan you know AEW has that that niche fan base right they're guys that watch AEW. And then they watch like in the states. They probably watch Ring of Honor, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. You know, they probably read. They probably know about Ref Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even that shit progress um, over there. But you know, that's what people follow, right? They follow the Ospreys and the Omegas and the Young Bucks and the yeah. Coles and all that shit, right? Because they all make those tours over there on the Indies, and mm-hmm. it's a huge success. So, from his business standpoint, like he's got it. He's got fucking Brian Danielson and fucking mjf like why not fucking blow it out and people are gonna people are dying i mean you don't really watch the wwe but you went to the fucking castle fiasco or whatever the fuck it was called clash at the castle yeah that, that, that was a big regret um but yeah thankfully i i live in london so wembley's not so gonna be so difficult um it's gonna right. be a, a nightmare to get out of but i think the I'll, difficult uh... I'm sorry I think, to cut you off. No, I just think the difficulty is is Wembley, like people have been saying 90,000 Wembley is the capacity roughly. Um, obviously, it's going to be different for a wrestling show because you can have seating on the floor, but also you can't use the whole 360 seating because there's going to be a stage and there'll be a screen and you can't obviously have people sat behind that. Um, so, who, so who knows what capacity they'll set up for. But the thing is, if you if you think for AW's debut, if they done 30, 40, 50, 60,000, it's incredible. That's yes. absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah. But yeah. doing but doing forty thousand in Wembley Stadium isn't a good look. That's the problem. You do forty thousand in a different football stadium, incredible. You do forty thousand in Wembley, that's half the capacity. It's gonna look empty. So it's you know, I, I he's obviously not gonna book Wembley unless he's got big plans, you know. They they right. obviously have the confidence. Um, they're not idiots, you know. He's got a very smart man and he's got the team behind him, et cetera, et cetera, to know better than any of us wrestling fans do. It's just, uh, it's just so unbelievably ballsy. Like, I know the joke is cocaine Tony and everything, but fucking hell, man, he he must have been on a big high when he booked this one. I mean, the risk is worth the reward, right? If you fucking, if you do, if you put sixty thousand people there, like, it will, it yeah, like a fucking yearly thing. Yeah, that's it. That's the interest part as well. Like, I don't think you could do. You, I don't think you could run Wembley Stadium year like every year. Um, that's a big fucking ask. Uh, but as the first time debut, everyone's so excited. We've been starved of AW ever since. You know, it, when did it start? Like 2019 now? Been like four years. Yes. Um, and of course, the pandemic, they couldn't go touring. But, you know, they and the, the big benefit they've got as well is they're on public television here. They're not on paid television. Like they're on a TV channel, every TV channel in the UK that's hooked up to uh, that, that's hooked up to the TV, the, to the satellites, whatever you want to call it, they get AEW. Whereas if you want to watch WWE, you have to pay for a TV subscription that costs 50, 60, 70 pounds a month. Okay. Whereas any anyone in the country can watch AEW. So they have that benefit. More people watch AEW in the UK than watch WWE because of that reason. It's on free TV. And then you're coming to that. Then we're going to go to Wembley. So let's, you know, let's go, go, let's go to the show. Yeah. No, I am. I, they, it's, it's going to be cool. They, they're they're going to have to advertise it. I like the idea. I'm going to get on a tube one day and see an all-in poster. That'll be mind-blowing. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, Sting is on the poster. I, they, they need Stings. They yeah, need stings, they need the Stings of the wrestling. Yeah. They need the Stings of the wrestling world on this card that I can send to my brother who's not watched wrestling in twenty years and say, right. "Holy shit, they're bringing you know, I don't know, fucking some stupid like they're bringing Goldberg, you know, because he's a free agent." or they bring a stone cold or something like say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, do you know what I mean? Those guys, they need the stings of the wrestling world, I think, to, to push this. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. How how close are you to Wembley? Not close at all. Um, it's a bit of a pain. Uh, I think it's North London. I want to say um, it's 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 easily accessible for everyone. There's a tube station right there and everything like that. It's just a nightmare afterwards because you've got obviously ninety thousand people all going to one small tube station. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been there plenty of times. I've been there for concerts. I, I've been there for football games, of course, um, and that's really it. I, yeah, I didn't go there during the Olympics. Um, it, it's it's an it's an incredible stadium. How long of a ride in the tube to get there? D- depends where you're going from. Um, where are you going from, uh, mate? Well, <laughs> you 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 should come to all in and just act like you are from London and see how long you can get away with it. Uh, so how long uh, in the tube? Um. Well, look, I've had a new train line just open up next to me, near me. That's if anyone, exciting. If anyone's from London, then you know how the joys of having the Elizabeth line now. Um, so I'm not sure, but usually it probably takes me... after the Queen? Yes, exactly. Um, Elizabeth line. It would be probably a 45-minute Sonda tube, maybe. And maybe you guys an don't hour. drive anywhere, do you? Yeah, no, no, we do. Like, I've driven to Wembley before. It's just, it is the opposite side of London for me. Okay. Um, and then it's parking as well with however many tens of thousands of other people. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's easy accessible. Like, um, and I'm just I will. I hope the prices aren't too absurd because I'd like to try front row. I'd like to try. Whoa, get, get front my best you fucking big dick swinging Kieran in the front row, huh? I'll, ha- I'll just have loads of New Japan exclusive signs. I'll just have watch Bread Club on Fight for Overbooked, yeah, and then I'll have follow follow at Wizards Podcast, and then I'll have follow at Wrestle In and. Now don't don't. Here's what you do: you wrestle in Bread Club. I will get the fat head made, and I will ship it to I'm you. Not, cure, I'm not. I'm not going to have a fat head. Of, I'm not going to hold my own fat head. 
your fiance can hold your fat head. Yeah, maybe she does that often anyway. Um, uh, hi oh, uh, but yeah, so how got... long by car to Wembley? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I've I'm opening up Google Maps. Um, I, mean, I don't need a precise time, Kieran. You well, said you've done it before. Yeah, but years ago, man, we we went through months, years. Not of that moving. old. You shouldn't be forgetting how long it takes you to get places. Yeah, but you just find it on Google Maps, don't you? And that's it. Job done. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm here to talk wrestling. I'm not here. It's, okay, it says. Uh, wait, that's because I don't know. It says about an hour, fifteen minutes to drive it. Oh, so, that's not uh, bad at all. I drove an hour fifteen yesterday to see the city field to see the Mets. Yeah, no, of course it's fine. I'm not complaining. Oh, okay. You, I was just you're, curious you're... as the pro- the proximity. So you're as close to Wembley Stadium as I am close to Madison Square Garden. There you go then. Um, but yeah, so l- l- where we're in, we're talking AEW. We might as well talk about Jay White's uh, re- re- return to the pro wrestling world, right? Um, big big Jay White fan, Shining Wizards, Matt. How are you feeling about having Jay White on a product that you watch regularly in AEW? I could not be more excited i was look at those exclamation marks i don't think i've ever seen exclamation points on one of these little banners at the bottom that's how excited matt is i uh, i was working of course because that's i'm a fucking the working man's a sucker so uh the mark order podcast every wednesday night uh they do an aew post show they're strictly aew show mm-hmm that we started during the pandemic. I'm very rarely on there because I always get stuck working, but they, but there's a group text message and they text me. Are you, are you home? No. Holy shit. You need to watch the beginning of AEW. And I'm like, Oh God, cocaine. Tony made some fucking <laughs> announcement. And then they're like, it's fucking amazing. So, you know, I had to wait a couple hours before I got home. I fucking put my phone down. No spoilers. I got home. I ate dinner about 1130. I fucking put on dynamite. It's going to be Juice Robinson against Ricky Starks. And man, fucking already blew fucking raw out of the water. Post mania. <laughs> Jay White. Fuck. Yes, this is awesome. He's clearly still part of the Bullet Club in the United States with Juice Robinson. It's, it's interesting though, right? They they didn't throw up a too sweet. They they done the bullet sign back to back, like their hands back to back. Like, and he's he's tweeting out bullet club black and gold. And is that the it, uh, is that the is that the US version? Yeah, it's it's interesting. We we we're gonna have to see how this whole JY bullet club thing plays out because he never really got kicked out of bullet club. He just no, left New Japan. He didn't. <sighs> Did he though? Well, I mean, Finley attacked him, and Finley wasn't Bullet Club at the time, and Gato wasn't there, and yeah, but Gato yeah. was quick to fucking you know saddle up with fucking David Finley. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Respect the hustle. Um, but yeah, do like, you, do you respect the hustle? That's what you're gonna Jade Jado could he never saw heights like this? He didn't see these heights with Okada. Jay White won every single championship in the New Japan banner with Jado by his Gato by his side. And now here he is. He's just. Uh, onto the this guy's got a fancy last name, fourth generation. Let me just fucking suck it up to him. He's a completely different manager when he's with David Finley. It's a this is I'm I'm hot about it. I'm hot, <laughs> hot about it, Kieran. Um, yeah, like I don't think he he's not being. They make it clear when someone's kicked out of Bullet Club, and yes. they it's done by other Bullet Club members and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
And granted, David Finley did come out, and you, the case could easily be made that yes, David Finley kicked him out of Bullet Club, but he's coming out with a Bullet Club uh, logo on the on the screen, right? I think at AW, um, they're throwing up the the gun symbol, and they're uh, he's he's hashtagging Bullet Club Black and Gold. So, uh, I don't know what no one knows what the story is going to be here, but I think it, we're very clearly going to be getting a Jay White versus a Ricky Starks feud. It, it seems safe to assume at the very least. I'm all in. I'm all in on Jay White and Ricky Starks. I'm all in on Jay White being on TV, especially in AEW. I was very, very worried about him going to WWE and being like Bob Knife or something fucking stupid. I mean, fuck Carl Frederick's name is fucking ridiculous and fucking Eddie Thorpe. Eddie Thorpe. Um, hey, he made he he went quickly from NXT level up to debuting on the main NXT. Um, I get it, but I mean, you know, he's got he's got his fans backstage. Um. Yeah, no, like, hopefully I could see Jay White getting on the mic this week and maybe Ricky Starks comes out to interrupt him or something, but it's official. Jay White, is, he is all elite. We we don't have to worry anymore. Um, but we're, we're Bread Club. We're a New Japan show. We've done everything but talk about a New Japan show so far. In Multiverse, that was Impact. Ring of Honor, AEW. Should we talk some New Japan? We should talk some new New Japan, please. Uh, it was it was an exciting week. Um, obviously, if you're a fan of New Japan, then you follow the product and you follow this podcast, hopefully, or the show, whatever we are. Um, and you know, prior to Sakura Genesis, we had rode to Sakura Genesis, and there were a couple of things of note. I um the the first one is definitely the official debut of Bolton Oleg. Like he had this exhibition match at Wrestle Kingdom and stuff uh he he's a full young lion he came out of black trunk shaved head uh looking terrifying he is a mountain of a man um and he was so... like a cat yeah he was so impressive in this match like getting grapply with zach and stuff because obviously he's like this world-class level amateur wrestler um i was so impressed like i really want new japan to just fucking put him on the fast track Get him through the Young Lion system quickly so that we can get this man fully fledged out just doing the shit he can do. He, he, I don't think I've been so impressed by a Young Lion in their debut like I was here. I, th- I think you'll see him out done with his long, Young Lion uh, by wrestling. Yeah, I hope so. Um, he, he is... He's like if Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar had a baby. Yes. That's Seriously. The perfect analogy for it. And you know what's so even very impressive as well is his backstage comments. Obviously, they go backstage, they do their backstage promo. He's done it entirely in Japanese, effortlessly, like it was his first language. Like that's such a big thing. Like to not only be part of the company, but to speak the language and to speak it as easily as he did. Um, like he's such a sh- he, it, they've they've hit the fucking jackpot with this man. Like if, if he's going to be hanging around, then they, they've got to just, yeah, just fucking push the man to the moon. Make him, let him defeat Sonata and be the champion at fucking Dontaku. Let's Whoa. go. I, I, I could not be more invested. Putting more, I'm putting all my chips on Bolton Oleg. Already? All in. Wow. Okay. I'm going to wait a little bit. I just, you know, I don't, what if he gets hurt? What if he. No, to be fair, he it, it was quite interesting to watch because there was mo- like he was meant to go for a pin for at one temp and like time and Scucci was like pointing like go down for the pin and stuff like that like he's very green clearly yes. in that aspect but it, it I don't know it just endeared him more me more to him he was like this giant baby just so excited to get into the ring and finally be able to wrestle 
Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch, no doubt. He he, he was uh, yeah a delight. And then uh, you you mentioned it, uh, the match of WrestleMania weekend, five point two five stars. Hinare, uh, KOPW match against Shingo Takagi, uh, going the better part of forty minutes. Yeah, thirty-eight minutes. It was the um, oh fuck the triad the triad match. What were they? Oh um, yeah, oh my triad match. I think they called it. You had to get a pinfall, you had to get a submission, and you had to get a knockout. And it could be in any order. You just had to get all three. Is there any? Stop me if I'm if I'm off the reservation. Is anyone better than Shingo Takagi all around in in the wrestling? Is his skills? Like the way he works a match, it look it's. I know people like over WrestleMania weekend were all about like the Josh Barnett blood sport where it's supposed to be like, you know, real fighting, but like worked a little bit. Like I know New Japan is pro wrestling, but every time Shingo Takagi hits somebody, I think he's gonna fucking kill a motherfucker. He's like people. I don't think many people would disagree with you. He's easily one of the best in the world. He doesn't really have bad matches. Um, he is he he's a different breed. Um I gotta say though, I tapped out of this match like 20 minutes in, maybe 25 minutes in. I was like, we're this far in, we've not had a pinfall, not a lot has happened. Uh, you um, tapped out just as it picked up. <laughs> yeah, like I still was there, but I was like, when the match was starting, I was like, I'm gonna make myself some lunch after this match. And it was 20 minutes in, and I was like holy shit, what is happening? Um, and like, I've seen people say it's great if you watch the last 20 and 50 minutes only. Um, but a wrestling match obviously shouldn't be that, especially if it's 40 minutes long. Um, I was like, look, I, I'm a big Canary fan. I, I don't want to speak badly of him or the match. I, But I, I just wasn't a fan of this. I, I tuned out. Uh, I was still watching, of course, but I mean, I just zoned out. I couldn't get into yeah. it. So that 5.25 stars is wild to me. I, don't know, I thought I think everything Shingo does is in the ring. He he has the rare ability where he sucks the whole crowd in. Everyone is invested yep. in his match, and this was Hanari coming off the the New Japan Cup. Like he's poised to have breakout twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, like he finally got that big win over Shingo. Um, I don't know if he's got an important match on the com- upcoming Tamashi tour in Australia. Uh, I don't think he does. Um, but he, yeah, big New Japan Cup win, main event against Shingo in Shingo's hometown, no less. Uh, and then he gets the main event in Korokuen. and it goes 40 minutes, which is, you know, it, it, it says they have confidence in him, I suppose, to let him go that long. Uh, and yeah, you know, you the, the next chance for him is probably going to be the G1, short of him perhaps getting put into a story uh somewhere along in the near future but yeah i i've i i i'm definitely in the minority of this one right like people seem to love this match that's fair i mean it's fair look it's a long i knew before i watched it because i didn't watch it live i you know was fully engulfed in baseball so i knew that this was a almost a 40 minute match but i heard it was great so i was very excited for it you know and maybe that's the difference because i knew that it was gonna you know at some point you know uncle dave's not just throwing around five and a quarter stars for shits and giggles although some people think he does no (laughs) it it has meaning i I knew it was gonna kick into second gear and boy when it did holy shit was it good 
Well, I'm glad I'm glad you got some enjoyment from it because I I got very little little to none. Um, and then the the last match we're talking about on the road to Sucker Genesis tour was the strong style extinguishing the the flame that was House of Torture. Uh, strong style retaining the never six man open weight championships. Uh, that story now being done at least for for the meantime. Um, El Desperado, Ren Naruto, and Minoru Suzuki retaining the titles. And uh, yeah, House of Torture have uh, been pretty incognito since. I mean, they were at Sakura Genesis. Losing to the United Empire. I know. They were still there, though. It's not like they've extinguished them forever. We still have to put up with fucking the Garrett, the Ranch, Dixon. Well, hey, did they, did they, did they have nothing of note on the upcoming Don Parku tour. Like, I don't think. Um, you've got the whole, the whole story at the moment is LIJ versus five guys in some shape or form. Um, Fucking Doki's taking on Naito in a singles match. That's the craziest oh, thing ever. Unbelievable. Um, we're, we're, we'll preview the cards for that show. Those shows on our next episode because it's far enough away that we can talk about it in more detail then. Um, but yeah, you you must be over the moon that House of Torture are far, far away from the six-man tag titles now. I could, could not be happier. Uh, I thought it was... I got a kick out of Soccer Genesis where Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton um, talked about the House of Torture drinking game. Yeah. Like every time the wrench comes out, or every time this happens, or the, here comes the cane, or the t-shirt strangle, yes. or yeah, he was like, "You'll be pretty, you, you get fucked up straight away." Yeah, Chris Charlton's math was way to fuck off. He, you would have been dead if you listened to Chris. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sakura Genesis, great show, Woo! top to bottom, delivered. Uh, Dude, this God, this whatever they did this first match, I I was like, what we talked about it, mystery match, who's gonna be there? I loved this. As really? much as I, I like the idea that we're going to just randomly put. It almost brings me back to the four way between the Super Juniors prior to Wrestle Kingdom, where like these guys are now in a in, in a tag of uh, a tag match, they're tagging against each other. Yeah, but he gets along. It's kind of harken to that match, and I had. I enjoyed this match a lot more than I thought I would, especially with fucking stupid hair and Toriano in it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I tell you, I couldn't tell you a thing that happened in this match. Um, I just know it, it took a whole lot of fucking time to get it started. Uh, everyone making their own separate entrances. Um, uh, yeah, it, it it was just a fun match. It kind of set some part. It seemed like we might have been getting something teased between El Desperado and Yo at the end. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, it was... The, the start with Despi and and Suzuki, it starts off, you know, with a little chain wrestling. They're friendly. Obviously, they're part of the six-man tag team champions, and then it kind of breaks down. I think everybody's on board with Yano. We're just, I'm done. You know, Yano's got a face-off against Tanahashi as his chaos tag team partner. Uh, the Great Okan's kind of like the outlier there, but it's funny when, uh you know, he's fucking trying to get people to tag in. It was just a really light, fun way to start the night for me. Yeah, no, 100%. And then it, it only improves from there as United Empire, as we said already, uh, defeat House of Torture. The highlight being Jeff Cobb being an inhuman person, as always. Tour of the Islands holding show whilst he's got a raging dick on his back. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. Like, he's got Dick Togo jumping on his back from behind. He still picks show up and does the whole spin for Tour of the Islands. One of the most... This start, how does he come up with these power man spots? Like he he's such a creative individual, Jeff. 
he really it's it's unbelievable um how fucking strong and agile he is um i enjoyed this i thought it was fun um mm-hmm. where is tjp yeah i i i thought the same thing but that he's coming back for the next tour yes. uh jet setters um kushida and kevin Nye, uh with a very cool name uh, Jet Setters have uh, taken on Catch 2-2 for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships on the uh, Dontaku Tour. Um, and then next match on Sacro Genesis. Oh, get Francisco the... accepted the challenge. He said of the curse words in, in yeah, Italy, yeah. and then he's, he went uh... down the wrong... The wrong... Yeah. <laughs> you went down the wrong... <laughs> um, third match on the card, LIJ versus Just Five Guys, Naito, Shingo, Bushi, uh, losing to Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Taichi. Um to continue in just five guys versus LIJ, obviously in light of Sonata switching allegiances. Um, the interesting part being Doki keeping the uh, the new the, what's it called the Doki Choki Doki Choki Italian stretch number thirty two Doki Choki of course uh, on Naito long after the match is finished and bizarrely we are getting Doki versus Tetsuya Naito as I already said. I, that's a, that's just the that's. I can't. That's a match that I still can't. It doesn't feel like that match is actually happening. It's just like New Japan, April Fools, but two weeks late. Uh, look, it's something I. I uh, if that match was going to go, I tell you to go fuck your hand. <laughs> I could not be more excited for this. Like Doki, who was put into fucking Super Juniors tournament a couple years ago because somebody got hurt. Yep. And now he here he is. He's going to wrestle Naito, arguably one of the fucking. Hate to use the phrase pillars, throw it around, but he's one of the pillars of fucking Japan in the last fifteen years, and I'm rooting for Doki to beat him. Hell, fucking yeah! I also I wonder how many single matches Naito has had against junior heavyweights. He was a junior heavyweight at one point, but since going heavyweight, that he, he there can't be many or any like even in the New Japan Cups. I don't know when they were filling in spots with the juniors during the pandemic. I don't know that he was necessarily taking on juniors. Um. So that'll be an interesting little uh, a little stat that I'm sure Mr. Chris Sampson will um, know that pull out at some point. But uh, carrying on with Cycle Genesis, then we get into... T- oh, also, before I'm sorry, I don't huh? need to cut you off there. I also enjoyed Kevin Kelly trying to explain to Taka Mishinoku that we need a Doki Choki t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and Taka's just telling him to shut up. He has no idea what Kevin's talking about. What's a Doki Choki? Um Fourth match on the card, uh, Hontai, Tamatonga, Hikaleo, Master Watto, uh, losing to David Finley, Kenta, and El Fantasmo. Uh, the, 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 the... You Dude. called it. You called it last time we got together. Did I? Okay, I'll take I'll take the credit for that. But the, the, the Ishimori bit of it was so heartbreaking. The, you know, if you haven't seen the show, um, there was beef between El Fantasmo and Finley throughout the match. Uh, Finley is viciously beating down Tamatonga post match, and El Fantasmo comes to pull Finley off. Uh, and Finley attacks uh, ELP, and then they get into a bit of beef. and Kenta's like, Guys, chill out, chill out, chill out. Kenta's the nice middleman, he wants everyone to be friends, or does he? Because he then go- hits the go to sleep on El Fantasmo. Um, and then Finley's primed to knock El Fantasmo out of his shillelagh, but thank god, here comes Ishimori. To save the day, right? Bullet Club's right, cutest world, world's cutest tag team. World's cutest tag team. Bullet Club's cutest tag team here. The the Ishimori's not gonna, you know, they had such good times. Two time junior heavyweight tag team champions. And 
Alpha uh, Ishimori hits El Phantasmo with a low blow, and it's the the stuff the you can see El Phantasmo's heartbreak. Um, and yeah, El Phantasmo's excommunicado from Bullet Club. Well, where 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 will El Phantasmo call home now? You never trust the Bone Soldier. Yeah, with a name like Bone Soldier, you should have seen it coming. Really, you're gonna get boned. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, we talked about it last show. Um, and, you know, he's been acting more like a baby face. He gets the reaction from the crowd. Yep. I mean, I would say he ends up somewhere in the mix with Tonga, Hikuleo, and Jado. He, he goes, Gorillas of Destiny is kind of an official faction, actually, as well. Um, so that's a great shout. I do wonder, Sonada has left LIJ. They're a, person, they're a heavyweight down. Could he be the first, you know, you've got a Titan is part of LIJ from Mexico. Could he be the first, for lack of a better word, white guy to be in LIJ? Does it does it fit though? Like obviously, it's a it's a it'll, it, I'm not yeah. It's it's a weird one, right? Like we we have this story with Tama and Hikuleo. Obviously, Jay, Carl Anderson is in. You know, it's all f- them leaving the Bullet Club and them getting away from the Bullet Club. It seems like. Uh, the Gorillas of Destiny is now end of Misfit Bullet Clubs. The guys that yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. I don't think he's on the Dontaku tour, so maybe he, you know, his grand return will be at uh, 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 the Dontaku show itself. Um, or best of, best, oh no, he's not even a junior. I was going to say best of Super Junior announcements are coming, but he's a heavyweight. Is he black and gold? Oh, yeah. he's not going to be all elite though, right? I don't know. I, I don't I don't I again we're only pure speculation we don't know what the what the course is for the Jay White Black and Gold Bullet Club obviously it's Jay it's Juice maybe Ace Austin Chris Bay I don't know yeah I mean Chris Bay is one that Jay White brought into Bullet Club as well himself I think in Impact um but yeah it's El Fantasmo a uh, part of Bullet Club no more and David Finley challenging Tamatonga for the Never Openweight Championship and it seems like if Kenta keeps a strong title we're going to get Kenta versus Hikaleo for the strong Openweight Championship as well. Um and I will hand over to as he said at the top uh, our Joshi expert Matt can uh, take over for the IWGP Women's Championship match. IWGP Women's Champion Ismone take on Azumi and Hazuki I actually enjoyed this match more than I thought I would. I'm not gonna lie to you, Kieran. What do you mean, Kyrie and Mercedes was awesome? You enjoyed that yes, one, didn't I enjoyed you? That too. I know, but people like think, you know, if you listen every two weeks, then you think I'm. Uh, I just hate the women's wrestling, and uh, it's I, not. No, no, no. Let's let's set this straight. Matt doesn't hate women's wrestling. No. Matt just Matt just hates women. No, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, um, I, it, it was too much of a big setup for me to not take the hit. I look, I appreciate it. You knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, you scored on. a goal. I was, uh, to, I, I, I was wait. I was waiting for the football analogy. What they call in cricket? Um, you scored a six, probably. Score six. Yeah, that's I scored. Longest six. cricket. What's the longest cricket game you've ever been to? Dude, I cricket. I'm never going to a cricket game. That that no, like, literally goes. Long. It goes on for days. Yeah, like. I played a little cricket when I was in school, um, called quick cricket. But um, yeah, is that no, like Quidditch. <laughs> Quid- Matt, it's for- Matt. Do you know Quidditch isn't real? 
Let, let's clarify this. Here there's a, <laughs> I know all about I was in I went to his house, I went to his village down in Di- Disney. I saw all his things, I saw the wands, I got a wand and my wife has a wand. I saw all of them. That's a real place. Don't fucking tell me wizards aren't real. I got on the train, bro. You 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 raise a very good argument. I don't know I how I can. Uh, Express. I don't I don't want to steal the uh the the sunshine from your life. Um, I'll yeah. tell you who stole the sunshine. This Azumi chick. Are you, were you impressed? She stole the sunshine out of my life. I kind of wanted her to win. I'm not gonna lie. She's all she. I'm. She's so this like this felt like almost a showcase for her. Um, and this was only a really small taste. It really her. was. She's, what, she's just under 14 minutes, right? She's better than what she was showing in this match. She I, um, is incredible. I hate three like multi-person matches. I really don't like them. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this was definitely. I, well, I, I've said this elsewhere. Why well. do we have to throw Hazuki in here? Exactly. It seemed like we was always going to get Azumi versus Mercedes. Like that was a match Mercedes really wanted. When as soon as Wrestle Kingdom was over and she's backstage to answering questions, the one, one the first name she mentioned was Azumi. She just missed it wrong, said it wrong, and said AZM. Um, so I was under the impression as a fan, Azumi is the high speed champion in Stardom. They just didn't want their champion to take a pin for. That makes sense. Well, but I, you know what? Let's throw, exactly right. That's what I mean. That, that's what that was my logic. But then Azumi takes the pin regardless. Um, right. So why was Hazuki in here? Hazuki is really fucking good as well. She I, has I had no doubt that. But if one of the on, best hey. matches this year against Sai Kamatani. Um, but yeah, I agree. Every everyone wanted Mercedes versus Azumi. Um, but ju- you know what, fans had to speculating, but. Just guessing as fans is that Azumi is like lightning in a fucking bottle. You, she is rapid as hell, and fans like not putting Mercedes down, but are saying perhaps Mercedes wouldn't have been able to keep up. Um, which I think is probably it's it's fair, but you just you you're a professional wrestler, you can adapt for a match. Like right, Mr. Azumi can slow down and stuff like that. Like they could make it work. I'm sure. Yeah, let's let's let it happen, and then if we're wrong, then you know you can fucking throw it in our face. But give Mercedes a chance. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it was great. Um, they got time. It was just very like spot heavy, I suppose, but in a good way. Like, um, but yeah, I one of my favorite, most recent Azumi matches is her versus Mesa Ruga. Um, many people know her from Choco Pro. Uh, they were lightning quick together. Um, but yeah, Mercedes retains and. Uh, Mayu Iwatani steps in the ring after to confirm what we already knew. Um, she's, she got will... the, she's with the tail, right? Yep. She will be challenging at Stardom's biggest ever show, All-Star Grand Queendom, happening in a couple of weeks. Uh, she'll be cha- challenging Mercedes Monet for the IWGP Women's Championship uh, with live English commentary with New Japan's own Chris Charlton on live English commentary for that show. Nice. Where can we watch it? Is it on Wrestle yep. Universe? No. So Stardom have their own world stardom world man do i gotta pay for this shit wait stardom have stardom world (laughs) which stardom have stardom world like new japan have new japan world but this is a pay-per-view so you would have to buy it separately anyway what the fuck man yeah stardom is an expensive promotion to follow they don't uh lots of their stuff is pay-per-view creeps Um, you bunch of ghouls yeah, match was awesome. Uh, great to see so many people discovering. And I've, I've spoken to people that are New Japan fans, like Matt said, that aren't Stardom fans, saw Azumi for the first time and were blown away. Um, 
that there's been so much an outpouring. Why of is she home. in a tag match at this big show on the 23rd? Because what what match is she in? It's her and Mia Saruga against the Starlight Kid and Mia Sierra. Oh yeah, no, that's cool. She's teaming with Mia Saruga. That'll be really good. Um, Azumi and Starlight Kid have a lot of history. Uh, that'll be that'll be good. It'll be a good match. That card is incredible, top to bottom. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, like Julia. I like versus... Julia Tam Nakano. Dude, you need to see, like Julia shoot headbutted. Julia loves to shoot headbutt. Yeah, like I, fucking... I would let her headbutt the shit out of me. Oh, she's a lunatic. Um. And Tam Nakano, Tam Nakano put a picture up after of a match, and literally, her, she's got a golf ball on her head, dude. It's huge. Yeah, she deserves it. I like them apples. Leave Tam Nakano alone. No, I'm it? Team Julia. I'm you think t- Tam Nakano's winning on the 23rd? I don't know. They, 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 their history is so deep. They had the match, uh, hair versus hair match, and uh, Tam Tam Nakano won the hair versus hair match. It's like I don't know what deep would be like, like the like ocean, Grand Canyon, like, like the ocean. We've never reached the bottom. Um, but yeah, very excited for that Stardom show. Any excuse to speak Stardom? Uh, Tina. Uh, Kamatani. Uh, that's Kamatani. Look at me, I'm so white. <laughs> she is, she's the wonder of Stardom champion. Uh, longest reigning, most defense, uh, not necessarily longest reigning, I'm not sure, but definitely most, most defenses in a single reign. Uh, she broke wonder the record. Of stardom, world of Stardom. And she she's taken like this. It's literally the intercontinental title and the IWGP heavyweight title. Think of it like that. Um, what's the artist? What's the artist of Stardom Championship? The trios titles, the six man, six woman. Six sorry, yeah. Um, got here prominence against restart. Oh, Kyrie's in restart. Yeah, with uh, I, I, a lady who I don't know anything about. And all honesty, she's returned to Stardom. She's returned, she's returned to wrestling in general. Um. But yeah, prominence are a, a very brutal bunch of women. Um, oh, they is, look like they look like brutal ladies. Pro- prominence is its own promotion. Um, and yeah, su- they're, they're a bit deathmatch heavy. Um, Suzu Suzuki, uh, absolutely incredible. But Matt, I'm sorry. What New, J- New, New Japan? It says Sakura Genesis. I know, but we're you know. <laughs> you know- Every episode, I just get a little bit more information. That's about how. It. That's how I started with me with Stardom. I got a shout out to Trent at One Up Culture on Twitter. A very good friend of mine now. Um, through wrestling, he's the dude that gets me into Stardom, keeps me up to date. Um, little and by little. What? Even after, right after Mercedes Monet is no longer the IWGP Women's Heavyweight Champion, we're still going to be seeing these matches. So it's good. To oh educate yeah, everybody. Oh hell yeah! We're we're gonna get more IWGP Women's Championship matches in New Japan, regardless of if it's Mercedes or not. Um, right. just like we're gonna be getting more Zack Sabre Junior title defenses as the NJPWL TV Champion. I'm so happy he is still champion. He should not be dropping that title anytime soon. No, I don't think it's. I think it. Oh, oh, forbidden door. Zack Sabre Junior. Shibata. I'm out, bro. I'm done. <laughs> there's so many possibilities and that would be one of them that would i'd explode for um especially after the grappling rules match and everything uh and it could be for the njpwr tv or the pure title either of them oh, would yeah. work uh but this match what did you think matt um should zach saber jr survived showroom now here he stole the win that's what zach said i think zach saber jr used his experience to beat the young upstart with his two fucking jackets and his dumb hair. Yeah, that, that's exactly the vibe. It was very much the veteran experience of Zach just overcoming the youthful, fiery enthusiasm of Shota Rumino in a split second um, with that that flash pin. 
because yeah, it looked it looked like Shota was set to win. Um, which I I nothing nothing against Shota. I just don't want Zach to be losing this title. No, I'm with you. And look, after the New Japan Cup win, you know, Shota he was primed. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as well, then Zach Sabre Jr. called out Tom Lawler backstage, um, which is a match Matt will be seeing this coming weekend. Uh, we'll we'll be getting to that. Uh, Aussie Open, Matt. IWGP Tag Team Champions. How are we feeling? I am loving it. First, I do want to... Props to Bishimon. You know, they got undersold in 2022 by uh, all the Western fans over here who weren't familiar with them. Honestly, if you have time, you have New Japan World, find some Bishimon title defenses. They're an unbelievable tag team. I love this match. I am really like digging Aussie Open. I love that they're on Ring of Honor TV. They were great at Supercard of Honor. Um, I'm super fucking jacked to see them this weekend uh, in the three-way dance. Right? Are they in the three-way dance this weekend? Yeah, yeah. They're in the main event. Fucking Mm -hmm. Motor City Machine Guns and fucking the Dream Team. Yep, yep. Uh, Yeah, this This match was... It was like 15 minutes, and it was just nonstop. Like, I don't know that there was a single rest hold or a headlock or anything like that. Um, Carl Fletcher killing himself immediately from the bell with that, like, you know, a moonsault. We've seen him hit many times in the New Japan ring from the top ropes to the outside uh, and then colliding with the uh, the steel barrier on the outside and splitting his head open, but carrying on like a fucking trooper and still not missing a beat uh, with his head bandaged up. Um, they, they just battered each other, these four men. They, they, they went hard and they went fast. Yeah, and it was, uh, I think the outcome was correct. I think this is something that... Uh, from the Wrestle Kingdom results. Yeah. Uh, Bishamon as well, like, you know, they got two huge defenses in. This was their third defense. Of course, one of them against uh, a TMDK, the other against the Dream Team. Um, and they're, they're hopefully not going away anytime soon. I, I, I would love for them to get a really long reign. I think they thoroughly deserve it. Um, but yeah, I'm never going to complain about Aussie Open being the champions and they, they will be taking on TMDK next Uh it's been a it's been a long time coming. I know they've only been in New Japan for a little time officially, like September, October they made their debut, but it feels like this has been coming for years. Yeah, and you know, uh obviously the the you know fans out there are clamoring for it because FTR won the AEW tag titles back on uh Wednesday night and they're not going anywhere. So uh you know, are we looking at uh, us running um, this back at Forbidden Door? Round two, that's a, that's a good point. Forbidden Door is going to be an interesting one. We still still so long to go, but um, but yeah, there's gonna there's gonna be titles on the line. Um, Robbie Eagles returning from Australia, newest member of TMDK, uh, taking on but losing to Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Um, a, br- a brilliant match. Like Eagles is so. I know his whole gimmick is that he. That he's setting up for the Ron Miller special. He always goes to the leg. He's so good at it. Like he very he, nearly every move he does is for that leg. He, it's not like he goes to someone other part of the body for like five minutes and then he's like, oh, I'll go back to the leg. It's always all on the leg. It, it, he's really fucking good at what he does. Yeah, everything. His this match is the perfect example of of a wrestler, almost like a Bret Hart. His move always targets the back. Yeah, Robbie, like you said, Robbie Eagles the leg. Every move makes sense to to weaken the legs and go for that special. Um, and I don't know if it's because we haven't seen Robbie Eagles in a while, or uh, the junior division is just kind of like flat for me. Like I, I really was. Hiromu's great. D- 
don't get me wrong. But I really thought it was Master Watto's turn at Wrestle Kingdom, and I can't believe those words just came out of my face. <laughs> um, but this was great. This was a great showing by Rob Eagles. It was nice to see him because it's kind of been like Hiromu, Ishimori, Despi, Watto, um, and even Kevin Kelly brought it up at the at, during the first match. Like, is this the year for Despi to to win the Super Juniors? Like, obviously, we're going to talk about it after the main event. I think I'm kind of over Hiromu here as the junior heavyweight champion. I think he's done everything he can as a junior heavyweight. Yeah, I feel like his whole thing since he won the title this reign is that he wants to break the most defenses record. Um, so if he's going for that, he's going to be holding it for a long time. He's certainly getting a few in quick between this and defending against Kanemaru on the Taku tour. Um, yeah, I, it's a weird one because his matches are good. They're, they're never yeah. not good. I just I I do struggle to get invested in it a bit sometimes. Um, yeah, I do I, I do think always... it's just it's just always him. It's just too yes. much Hiromu. Yeah, yeah. Like he wins the Super Juniors and wins at Wrestle Kingdom, and then he wins at Dominion. Wins at Genesis. Wins at fucking the Summer Show, and you're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's it is difficult. I don't know if if many other people share our sentiments here, but yeah, I'm just. I'm ready for Hiromu to kind of go to the back, like, you know, just work from the shadows for a little bit. Let's, you know. Yeah, do some six-man stuff with, like, Naito and fucking Shingo. Like, just take the fire, bro. That'd be fun. But, you know, the case in point here, Sonata, yeah, main event, defeating Kazuko Okada to become the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Dude changed up everything. Joined joined a new group. Uh, He's smiling. He's talking more. He's wrestling a different style he's hitting shining wizards he's got a new finish shaved um, shaved yeah entirely new look visually coming out in the awesome robe he's got a new entrance music uh he's wearing trunks instead of you know long trousers um he's literally t- changed everything and instantly everyone's like wow it, it, he's he's garnered a lot of new fans people that would have scoffed at the idea even in january of of sonata being champion um He's done so much so quickly to to be fit for like we said for it to feel right that yes he should have been beating Okada in this moment it was the right thing to do a hundred percent and I think the I think everyone's complained about Sonata for the past f- four years I think it's... it really changed last year I think Sonata like I think if you were paying attention like when he his well, match versus o- last year yeah so. his match versus Osprey when he won the title. I think that was a very big changing point in Snada. Or did he beat Tanahashi for the title? He beat Tanahashi. Beat Tanahashi for the title. And then he got injured versus Osprey in like the New Japan Cup, maybe. Yes. Um, like those matches. Yeah. Yeah. Those matches were were phenomenal. That was really like, oh, Sonata's not the same. And then when he came back, he 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 was you were getting glimpses of this new Sonata. And then just the final key needed was the just five guys that that relationship um and now he is yeah i can't say enough good things about a guy right now no i'm with you and i think look for me it was i love sonata i love sonata when it was him and him and evil as a tag team um and then when he got his singles run uh but it was always like he always gets to the top of the ladder but he just grab the Mm -hmm. brass ring right he got huge win over okada in the g1 a couple years ago which was awesome I remember jumping around in my bedroom watching it. I was so excited about it. They went right down to the wire, the moonsaults, the story, the history. Yep. 
Um, and yeah, no, this, this year started off or last year started off great. And then he wins the U S title. Then he gets hurt. Then he's on the shelf. And then like, you're kind of, he's kind of the dude that's, it wasn't bad enough that he was in Naito's shadow, but then you put Shingo in the group and Shingo takes off like a rocket up his ass. So now you're not only be in Naito's shadow, but you're in Shingo's shadow too. So this, I mean, it, the match itself, tremendous. Yep. Beginning to end, um, the the counters, the story being told, everything you know, it it just all really made the moment even more better or more special. Um, yeah, like when as, as well, I, I'm sure I I, 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 if I didn't say it here, I said it somewhere else. The Deadfall, his new finisher, it was always going to be the perfect counter to to the Rainmaker. Yep, and and it happened here. It, it was it was clear from day one as soon as he hit that, like that's going to be. You know, if if that match happens, when that match happens, no one knows he's going to win the New Japan Cup at that point. But as soon as he won New Japan Cup, it was like that's the perfect counter to the Rainmaker, and of course that's the finish they went for, and it was it was a one hit one shot kill. Um, and yeah, just everything since has been so wholesome. The backstage pictures of him with the New Japan Cup that was our thumbnail for our last episode, and the pictures of him now again backstage with the crew with uh with the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um. I'm excited. I hope we get a, a good little rain from Sonada. I'm sure he's going to retain against Romu, so he's not going to get a V0, which is always nice. Um, but yeah, I think part of me would like to see him enter the G1 with it. I Yeah, I think so. I, a lot of people can, are on paper. This is equivalent to the evil win, right? Yeah, like, like this was very mm. like, evil beating Naito, like 99 out of 100 times I'm picking Naito. And I don't and I was all in cuz it was a surprise and it made sense. And now I just worry like the Sonata this makes sense. I think Sonata's better in a better position. I think the group he's in 100%. is better. Um I think he's a I think he's a better wrestler. I think they can do more yes. with him. So I'm more hopeful for it, but in the back of my mind I'm like I hope this isn't just set up Summer sizzles, whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah, They're no, the the, compa- the comparisons can definitely be made to evil. I would just, I would say though that the whole relationship with Taichi goes back a long time with Sonata. Like, there's more meat to this than just oh shock change. I'm turning into a bad guy. Like, there was no they they teased it during the cup because like uh evil during that No Japan Cup when he won, he used a chair to beat Sonata and stuff. There was heel tendencies coming in, and of course he wins the the final by uh gado coming down and distracting okada i think it was and then it was like oh is he joining bullet club um and then like but the, the sonata is obviously different he joined just five guys quite early on in the tournament and stuff and by the time close he was very situated in there um and yeah there's a lot more history there with, with him and taichi so I, i've got a lot more prompt i'm a lot more hopeful but yeah we we were all miss we all had uh glossy eyes when we were, were looking at evil at the same time we all we all had high hopes for that as well and we all know how that ended up yeah it wasn't great but uh post-match Hiromu comes out and confronts him uh he challenges him for the title uh Kanemura challenges Hiromu for the junior so mm-hmm. we'll see that on the road too and then uh you know Dantaku will get uh Sonata Hiromu which I'm I'm kind of looking forward to, and I kind of, I kind of want uh, Yoshinobu to uh, take that title off of Hiromu. 
Well, is it is I, I've not actually read on the website. Let me bring it up because from what I gathered, it was a thing of if you defeat Kanemaru, you can come face me. Um, I thought they uh, I thought they announced it though. Uh, I'm having a look. Yeah, top card, I know Top in the Dantaka card is the first defense of the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Okay, so it so was Sonata. Sure, you can face me, but you have to defend against your title against Kanemaru and, you know, job done. Hopefully, you know, Sonata hoping Kanemaru wins. And then obviously, yeah, regardless, Hiromi gets his match against Sonata, um, which is an, it, it, I reckon it'll be a good match. It, it should be a great match. You've got a history there. And I think, um, it's it's a, probably a first time meeting. No, do you know what they? I read Sonata's comments today. They had one meeting back in like 2012 when uh, Hiromi was a young lion or something. So this is their first proper meeting, um, which is always exciting. Yeah, especially with the title on the line. I'm sorry, I was pulling up Sonata's cage to see if I could find that. Yeah, no, no. He talked about he'd done a. There was a press conference today, and the English uh, translations up on the New Japan and uh, NJPW1972.com website. Um, yeah, it was but, at the uh, it was at the 40th anniversary. Uh, yeah, 2012 in Taiwan. Um, yep. So yeah, and I think their style should mesh well. Um, to be honest, Hiromi's uh, explosiveness versus Sonada's quite uh, tactical, um, very calm and composed. Uh, it, it should make for a good match. But yeah, that was Cycle Genesis. Uh, awesome, every title match delivered in a big way. Uh, nothing outstayed its welcome. The title match uh, clocked in at less than 30. Um, it was it was a very... And it, there wasn't really any... It, you can look at this as a good thing or a bad thing. There wasn't any big uh, like returns or anything like that. Big debuts or shocks and stuff. You had storyline, of course, El Phantasmo, but it was all very wrestling. Do you know what I mean? It was just yeah, what, I happens, mean, they, what they, happens in between the ropes. Yeah, no, they, I think this is... I think this is the course that New Japan needs to stay on. Like, these shows are fantastic. The wrestling is great. The stories are great. Uh, and we're getting, you know, obviously Francisco Akira, is, he accepts the tag title match. Doki is going to, Doki, 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 he is wrestling right now. That's a real sentence, people. And a match that we're excited for. I'm, they're, that is they're, incredible. They're doing great things. They're setting so many things up. Uh, and it's just going to keep running. Um, you know, I will get my fill of it this weekend. Matt, uh, how how you're gonna be among the first people to see Sonata as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion? You will I, the first Matt, his first match after winning the title. You will be in attendance for. I am I am Jack to the gills. Uh, I cannot wait. I uh, sent uh, a couple uh, Twitter messages to some people today. Uh, cool. I touched base with my traveling squad. What time we're leaving? Game plan. I'm very excited for this. Well, uh, let's go through Capital Collision. That's the first one. Saturday, April 15th. Uh, kickoff match. Badly Tito and Shane Hayes take on West Coast Wrecking Crews, Jorel Nelson and Royce Isaacs. Uh, and then we get into the first official match of the card, a big 10 man tag. Or, oh, 12 man. No, 10. I just can't count. I'm sorry. It's a 10 man tag. You're good. Uh, DKC, Clark Connors, Leo Rush, Rocky Romero, and Chuck Taylor taking on Kevin Knight, Gabriel Kidd. Speedball Mike Babyly, Volador Jr. and Kushida. And these matches are always fun on when I'm watching them stream. In person, it's gonna be the best fucking time. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Clark live again. Uh I was there when he took on Suzuki when he came back uh in New York. Yeah. That was I, all with fucking Ken Shamrock. 
and Gabriel Kidd will be there as well. Gabriel Kidd's yep. back in the states for it, which is cool. Oh. And and Chuck Taylor on a New Japan show. That's a that's been that's the first in a long time. Yeah, and I'm excited to see. Obviously, Rocky in person is great, and Kevin Knight. Uh, yeah, you get to you see know, look, all, you get to see the dropkick in person, man. All the guys are great. I love the DKC from from what I've seen on New Japan Strong. So I'm very excited for for this match. These cards are are, are un, off the charts. I'm so excited for them. Yeah, and then second match of the card, Fred Rosser taking on uh, Hard Rock Juice Robinson. You know, take, it's AEW versus New Japan, really. He he is all elite, Juice Robinson. Um, and, you know, yeah, he's now got the, the Jay Wyatt black and gold connection. Um, third match, AR Fox versus uh, Bullet Club's David Finley. Um, you know, uh, I don't know a lot about AR Fox. I, I know nothing like about AR Fox. Uh, Kyle's here. AR Fox is, is a high flyer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I, the prost. This could be great. It could also be a clash of styles and be terrible. Well, this next match should be great, right? NJPWL TV Championship defense. Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Filthy Tom Lawler. This has got to be one of the matches you're most excited for this weekend, right? I cannot. First of all, I hope they. I hope Zack Sabre Jr. is a mic the whole time because I just want to hear him. Call <laughs> He's so loud. He's so loud in person. He voice carries through any venue. And I'm ex- I'm very excited to hear the Tom Lawler theme song live. Yeah, let yeah, alone yeah. the wrestling match is going to be awesome. <laughs> um, Tomohiro Ishii versus El Desperado in a special singles match. These yeah. these guys had a great match. I think it was the first New Japan Cup from the during the pandemic when New yes. Japan first came back. Uh, it was awesome. It, it, they 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 taught they they battered each other. This this should be really fucking good. Yes, I you you're never you know a lot of people, myself included, when. AEW does like you know Chris Jericho calls out New Japan star and it's big Tom like I know he's gonna lose I know the match is gonna be awesome but god damn it big Tom deserves better uh this is I mean this is gonna be awesome and Despy I don't think I've gotten a chance to see Despy in a singles match live I think I've always seen him in like six man or eight man tag so I'm very excited for this one that's cool. And you'll get to hear the Desperado theme song as well, that, that sexy, sexy guitar. Um, sixth match on the card, uh, LIJ, Hiromu and Naito taking on Kanemaru and Sonada. Uh, it's an interesting one. There's some Someone big is taking a loss here um, because Kanemaru is number one contender. He, he's not going to be taking losses to Hiromu necessarily now. I, I, guess, I, think, I think Sonada pins Naito. Could be, it could be. That's gonna be an awesome match. And like we said a, a minute ago, Matt gets to see the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sonata for the first time. He's gonna come out in that sexy robe and he's gonna pull it open and be like, Tah. I can't wait. Did, I did. I haven't seen. I know doors are at six and shows at seven, but I don't know if there's any kind type of meet and greet. Oh, hopefully there'll be something. Hopefully they announce something. That'd be cool for you. Uh, to a- anyone on this card. There's so many good names on this card. Um. Seventh match on the card we spoke about earlier. Kenta defending the strong openweight championship against Eddie Edwards. So much history in Noah. Back in the day, two former GHC heavyweight champions. Uh, they've probably battled for the GHC heavyweight title before, I'm sure. Uh, they have torn the house down in Japan many a time. Um, two, two very different men now, though. Yeah, this might be the bathroom break match for me. I hate to say it. No, I... I, I... Yeah, I, I agree Just, with you. I don't you. know, man. Look, it could go either. It could go one of two ways, right? It could be Kenta of like, you know, Kenta of now, or we could, you could get like 
does he turn it up for Eddie? Do, do him and Eddie like turn it up? Like they're both kind of towards the end of their careers. And I don't think I'm out of line saying that. Like maybe this is like a big moment for both of them to go big or go home. Yeah, I, I think you're guaranteed some shenanigans all the same. Um, unfortunately. Uh the main the main event though. <laughs> Strong openweight tag team championships. This is a real match. When the match graphic came out, it wasn't that fantasy booking bot on Twitter. This is a real match. Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Schelling, Chris Sabin defending their titles against Aussie Open. So they're defending their titles against the IWGP tag team champions and the dream team of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada. What the fuck is happening? You have you have a, a tag team, arguably one of the best tag teams of this generation. Oh, I, you, you can't argue with that. That's not arguably. That's a fact. You have Aussie Open, who is could be the greatest tag team for the next ten years, and then you have Tanahashi and Okada, whose accolades are a mile fucking long. Like this, I don't know. I don't know what a better main event is for one of these shows. No this disrespect is, to Philadelphia. This is crazy, and it, it could go anyway. Like I'm hard pushed to imagine Okada with the fucking strong openweight title, uh, tag team title, especially. Sorry. Um, but he did tweet out something like he's looking for a change of scenery. What's the Google Translate? So take it with a grain of salt. Um, so maybe he's going to stick around and help the, the New Japan product in America. Um, but he's also challenging, of course, for the, for the six-man tag titles uh, during Tontaku. Uh, and yeah, would, uh, would Carl Fletcher and Mark Davis being double champions be the worst thing in the world? Like They, they were the first strong tag team champions, and they lost them but were never pinned. Uh, it was in a, a three-way tag match. Yes. Um, so, it, and it, it's an interesting one as well because Alex Shelley or Chris Sabian, they, they're juniors for and through. They are juniors in the New Japan professional wrestling world. So for them to t- to t- to pin a Tanahashi or Okada, it's the, def- Okada's definitely not taking a pin. Tanahashi, I think, is the, is the full man in this match, but it means I can't see Shelley or Sabian pinning him, surely. I don't... I... <sighs> You just blew my mind. It's, it's right. Someone has to. Someone has to get pinned in that match. It sure as shit is Nokata because he's just coming off of that title loss. Exactly. And then you know you're you. I but, mean, it's the same thought with Azumi, right? You're you got, not going to pin one of the IWGP Tag Team Champions, are you? Exactly. So you know, and unless you're going to make Okada and Tanahashi or Aussie Open the strong overweight tag team champions, the only man who can be pinned really is Tanahashi. And he he's not he's not shy to taking pins at the, in this stage no. of his career, but I think getting pinned against the juniors is uh it would, would be would be shocking. Um, it's gonna be I'm, I'm excited to wake up and watch that one on the Sunday morning. Um, no doubt have many DMs from Matt to uh to avoid before I do so. I will um, not. I am a big fan of no spoilers. I usually when I text send you a message. Oh, it's, it's fake. Something it's, like holy shit, dude. Yeah, li- literally. Yeah, that's the way it always is. It's not even you need to watch Sacro Genesis or you need to watch AW. It's just what the fuck. It's very. It's as vague as possible. Um, and then well, I don't on... want to spoil it for you. I know how much you enjoy it, and I would. I people do the same for me. They know I hate spoilers. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the Sunday, Matt will be challenge uh, traveling from uh, DC to Philadelphia for Collision in Philadelphia. Um, happening in the ECW arena. Uh, first match, definitely not the ECW arena. I'll tell you that right now. Is it not? 
<laughs> it's not the ECW arena I was going to uh, fucking 25 years ago. Okay, it is the same building, no, though, right? I know, but... Okay, right. No, I was worried I was just totally wrong. No, no, no. You're not wrong. I'm the 2300 arena. It is beautiful. The ECW arena was a fucking... <laughs> I walked in there the time, and I was like, there's no fucking way this is the same building. <laughs> oh man, I, 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 W Arena, the EC was a shit. This is I, a full establishment. I had no idea, but the first match on the card: Volador Junior team up Veldesparo to take on Kevin Knight and Delirious, because of course everybody wants to watch Delirious wrestle in the year 2023. Um, <laughs> you don't like Delirious? I have no opinion on Delirious, to be honest. I've I've seen him wrestle very little. Um, right. This one is an interesting match for. Long-term ramifications. Alex Cogling taking on Tracy Williams in a Ring of Honor Pure Rules match. Uh, does the winner here challenge Shibata? Does look Alex Cogling versus Katsuyo Shibata? Can you imagine? I was just I I I was just thinking the same thing. Does it? So we had Wheeler run through a couple of his LA Dojo guys, right? To to and like. Are we gonna get teacher versus student here? Is that the storyline we're going with? Ah, uh, that would that would be incredible. Like for Alex as well, surely, or for Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel Kidd is called that Sparta on many occasions, yeah. or, or or Clark. Clark. Any any of them. Or I don't know how much uh, influence Shabbat had on DKC and Kevin Knight as well. But the the original core of Dojo, of course, it was them and Shabbat. They lived together. There's a great documentary on New Japan yeah. World. Um, like uh, yeah, can you imagine if we get Coglin versus Shabbat in a pure rules match and? Coglin's no chump when it comes to the technical side of things. He he loves blood sport. Uh, he's very good in blood sport for all his strength. He is a very solid technical wrestler as well. Um, that that would be a, a, a almost a dream match for me. Um, uh, you know, Coglin teacher versus student, Coglin versus Sparta. Let's fucking go. Yeah, that would be that. I'm very, I'm very, and I do like I like Tracy Williams. I think he's a really good wrestler. So I think this is gonna this good low key steal the the shit the the weekend. This Alex Coglin Tracy Williams match. Hell yeah. Uh, next match, TMDK, Bad Dutito, Shane Hayes, and Zack Sabre Jr. teaming up to take on Team Filthy, Joel Nelson, Royce Isaacs, and Tom Lawler. Uh, I think this might be the first time Zack Sabre Jr. and Bad Dutito are teaming up since they've uh, become, since Zack has joined TMDK. Uh, and he's a, he's a big fan. Zack Sabre Jr. is making it very clear in all these backstage comments to not, we can't forget about Bad Dutito. We can't forget about Big Teats. No, I'm a big fan of Bad Dutito too, so I'm very excited about seeing him. Uh, twice this weekend wrestle live in person because I think he is a I think he is a special special individual and only time will tell how how big he can make it over there in New Japan as well uh, props to West Coast Wrecking Crew we of course we had Royce Isaacs on the Bread Club earlier in the year um, su- such a good fucking tag team uh, hopefully they get their flowers uh, eventually um, fourth match on the card Rocky Romero and Fred Rossa taking on Yoshinobu Kanemaru and Sanada um, a bit of a nothing match, all things considered, I suppose. What do you mean? The fucking world heavyweight champion is going to be in the match and he's going to beat somebody's ass. He will, and he will look incredible doing it. Um, fifth match on the card. Here's an interesting one. So Eddie <sighs> Kingston Eddie Kingston injured, uh, so being replaced by Orange Cassidy, uh, taking on Gabriel Kidd. Uh, and if Orange Cassidy is the AEW international champion going into this weekend, because we have Dynamite yet, he will be defending the AEW International Championship against Gabriel Kidd. I I am not an Orange Cassidy fan. 
Yeah, it's disappointing. Gabriel Kidd and Eddie Kingston would have beat the shit out of each other again. Um, like well, I'm, they sure did. Run, I'm sure they'll run it back at some point, right? Yeah, they done it on Strong early last year, and it, it was incredible uh, just how hard they fucking they batted each other. Um, and I know I spoke to Gabriel Kidd, uh, we mentioned on the last podcast, I'm pretty sure, on the last episode of uh, Break Club. Um, he was very much looking, he was very much excited for this match. Um, the match versus Orange Cassidy is obviously going to be a, a, a very, very different match to Gabriel Kidd versus Eddie Kingston. Um, but hey, Gabriel Kidd getting a, a shot at the AEW in the National Championship, you, you can't be, you, it's a decent trade. Hey, if you look, if you want to flip the wrestling world on its ear, fucking Gabe Kidd wins. How do you like them out, people? Give me the uh, book, TK. If that, shit. if that happens, I will buy you a wrestling shirt of your choosing. Oh, look at this guy. I only like a normal shirt from a shop, like you know, some signed shirt off of eBay, just like off from the New Japan shop. No, I don't. I don't want. No, I would want something I could wear. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Um, if Gabriel, if Gabriel, if by the time we come back in two weeks, Gabriel Kidd is AEW International Champion. Um, two weeks when uh, we do the show. Yep, and uh, yeah. I spent the weekend in jail because I hit Orange Cassidy with a chair. Counted <laughs> <laughs> the three count for Gabe Kidd. Oh, oh, all of that for a fucking Master Watto T-shirt. And I'm just screaming, "Bread Club, Bread Club, Bread, I did it! I did it, Kieran!" <laughs> um, sixth match on the card: Hiromi Takashi and Tetsuya Naito taking on Chase Owens and Kenta. Um, I'm sorry that you're going to have to sit through this one, unfortunately, Matt. Uh, I get to see Hir- Hiromu come out with some crazy outfit, and I can just do this to Naito for fucking five minutes. Uh, seventh match, one that we should dive in a bit more on as well. Uh, IWGP United States Championship number one contenders tournament. First round, Lance Archer versus Juice Robinson. Um, so this is something that just got announced today, right, Matt? They're doing some little mini four-person tournament to crown the number one contender to challenge Kenny. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's an interesting to what they take the last four U.S. champions. Uh, yeah, you might be right. They're all, they're definitely all former champions, and they might yeah. be the last four. You you are probably correct. Uh, yeah, one, one from Tanahashi to Osprey to Juice Archer somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's obviously Collision in Philadelphia. Lance Archer versus Juice Robinson. Matt will be there to see that. Um, and then at Resurgence on May twenty first, it's going to be Tanahashi versus Will Osprey. Um, the winner of those two matches will face off at Dominion in Osaka Joe Hall, June 4th. And then the winner of that will challenge Kenny Omega. Um, when is to be confirmed, but a poster is very forbidden door-ish. It's the whole forbidden door color scheme and logo. So there's a good chance that one of these four men will face Kenny Omega at forbidden door. Um, who do you want it to be, Matt? It's got to be Will. Who do I want it? Who do I want it to be? It's got to be Will, right? It's got to be Will. How we get there is the part. But then does he? Will has to win. Will can't lose again. Yes. I think Will goes in there and he wins because it only makes sense. Kenny defended the U.S. title once since fucking January. Once. Yeah, I really hope we. Well, I suppose as well, now that they've announced this tournament, we're definitely not getting another defense between now and Forbidden Door, are we? Which is probably not. Maybe which is a way away. Maybe he's in like a tag match, and when they come to to California in May for resurgence, yeah, like hopefully he shows his face in the New Japan ring again. Um, like he could rock up at Dominion, that wouldn't perhaps be the biggest surprise. Uh, to confront whoever becomes the the number one contender, but it'd be nice. Yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see the New Japan champion in the New Japan ring, wouldn't it? Well, I don't think we're asking for too much. Um, and I think you give it you give us Osprey Omega, 
again at Forbidden Door. That's your main event. That fucking people want to see that again. Uh, and then you, you know, they're one in one in the trilogy, and you can wait another year and a half to run it back if you really want to. What if they then do round three at Wembley Stadium? You've had, you've I had like that. Kenny, 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 like that. Kenny and Will in Japan. They would both call it their second home, I'm sure. Yep. Kenny and Will in Canada. Kenny Omega's literal home. Kenny and Will in London, England. Will Ospreay's literal home. I fucking like where your head is at, Kieran. Three, three continents as well for what will many will say is the best trilogy. If they do a trilogy, will be the best trilogy in wrestling for me, for some people. They will they will definitely put it on par with Okada. I love it. And yeah, like, it means you know I get to be I get to see Kenny versus Will in the flesh again. I'm not going to say no. Fuck, don't fucking rub it in, dickhead. Hey, I just I just want I need I did I didn't say it during All in Wembley. It's an AEW show, I know. Of course, I would like to see Zack Sabre Junior. Will Ospreay somewhere on this card. Do it, do it, do it, do a fucking rumble. Do do a, do oh, an opening. Do it, do an opening rumble. I don't care. Just let these men perform in Wembley Stadium because there's they no, got look, they got there's, a no men, there's no men in the modern era that have done more for British wrestling than Will Ospreay. Second, you'd say Zack Sabre Junior., and then you can start talking about your Pete Dunn's and all that stuff. But in a way, Pete Dunn kind of didn't help things by joining NXT UK, which butchered the scene. Um, somewhere they got to run back Zack Sabre Jr., Brian Danielson. Yeah, tag match at Forbidden Door. Anything just I, I, I they, those men deserve to compete in Wembley Stadium in their, in their home country. Uh, I don't think anyone would have a problem if you're the top of AEW's all in at Wembley is Omega Osprey. Saber Danielson. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think there'd be any complaints. And I get there's, there's other, you know, there's British wrestlers on the roster, of course. There's Pac, there's Jamie Hayter, and she's the AW Women's Champion. I just feel Will Ospreay flies the fucking flag. Everything he does is to the benefit of the UK. He will mention it constantly that he is proud to be from Britain, etc. You know, he's got a flag often on his uh, ring gear and he's wrestling here all the time. Um, he just flies the flag more than anyone else. Like Jamie Hayter's gimmick isn't that she's from the UK, is it? You know, right. uh, Pac's gimmick. He kind of from days from the UK. He's a bastard. He's from Newcastle and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I would just like it. They, they, these men might never get the opportunity again. Um, but yeah, tangent done. Final match from Collision in Philadelphia. Your oh, main event. Who do, who do when uh, who? I think it goes, and I don't want it. I think it's Osprey Juice. Yeah, I think it's Juice for sure. The story's there. Would... Did they have a match, Juice and Osprey? They, or was it just part of a four way match? It was part of a four way match, wasn't it? Where uh, yeah, I don't think Juice they ever had their, their. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't think they ever actually had a match, um, Juice and Osprey. So, I I could see it being Juice and Osprey as well, and it would keep the well. Yeah, I think Juice beats Lance Archer. Yeah, I would look because. Lance is that guy for me. Like he just hits different in fucking New Japan. He is presented different. He, he he's just he's a monster. And I I'd love to see Osprey Archer. Yeah, I mean they they the Archer's breakout year in New Japan as a singles wrestler was because of Osprey. They had that New Japan Cup match and everyone was like, "Whoa, what do you mean Archer can do all this shit?" And then they had the opening night of the G One Climax and it was in Texas, uh, and it was Lance Archer's. Home, home area, and uh, Lance Archer got the big win, and again they they set the G one off in the best possible fucking way. Um, so yeah, main event: Leo Rush, Tomohiro Ishii, 
and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on TJP, Carl Fletcher, Mark Davis. Uh, Chaos taking on United Empire uh, will be the final match for your weekend, Mark. Uh, Matt, sorry. Uh, how are we feeling about Collision in Philadelphia? Which one? Which show are you more excited for? DC. Yeah, it is a better card, DC. But uh, this will be this will be just a lot of fun. This is going to be a lot. You know, the whole, I'm very excited for the whole weekend. Um, you know, it's it's the one wrestling thing I'll get to do before the summer starts for me, and I'll be like engulfed in fucking work. So I cannot wait uh, for this weekend. It's going to be an unbelievable time. Hopefully, I sent some messages to Alex Coglin and Clark Connors, trying to meet up with them to maybe buy them a pop or at least say hello to them. Um, we have a hotel in Baltimore by the airport. Uh, so, you know, we figure we're going to drive down, stop in Baltimore, unload our shit, go to D.C., hang around in D.C. after the show, maybe. Then Baltimore is halfway between Philadelphia and okay. D.C. So. Right. Um, I was going to ask you something and I can't remember. Oh, yeah, of course. So the first place, because we're only fortnightly, the first place Matt will be talking about these shows is on the Wizards podcast, at Wizards podcast. Um, I'm sure you'll be talking about it next Monday when you're uh, live um, on the air. Yeah. Right? Surely? I know it's not New Japan heavy. I know that's why you love the Bread Club, but you, you're going to get to talk about it, right? I mean, I'll talk about it a little. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Talk about it a little. But you'll, the, say, you'll save the good stuff for us. Here's the thing. if they, they don't they don't watch New Japan, right? Shame on them. Yeah, so more, I don't think they kill them. I, I hope they enjoyed Raw. Uh, they they won't appreciate my experience at the New Japan shows like you will and the listeners of the Bread Club. So I'll give it a taste. I'll talk about it a little bit, maybe the shenanigans, because I want you know I'm always going to get in some kind of shenanigans. I'm a maniac when I go on wrestling. Prep. It's not a wrestling. It's not an. It's not a night out or a wrestling show for Matt if there's not some type of shenanigans. There'll be some kind of shenanigans, so I'll probably talk about that. But the, the meat and potatoes of it will be in two weeks back on episode uh, 21 of the Bread Club here exclusively on Fightful, FightfulOverbook.com. Yeah, we, we, we will be previewing the Dontaku events that are coming up. Uh, we'll be reviewing and talking about Matt's weekend at Collision in Philadelphia and Capital Collision in D.C. Uh, well, and that's the Super Junior schedule by then. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there the way new japan are going there's going to be some stuff happening between now and then they, they they can't not be in the limelight right now big announcements big reveals uh you know and we're going to get new japan uh tan related stuff as well because we've got jy in aw we're going to have a couple of weeks of dynamite uh jy to hopefully talk about as well so we're, we're certainly not going to be shy of topics for the next episode now we got hiroki goto's 20th anniversary show yeah it's, it's big things it's going to be a busy couple of weeks to be a New Japan fan, and then we dive into the the very hectic schedule for uh, Best of the Super Juniors, where they're doing fifty shows in five days. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a fun but perhaps tiring time to be a New Japan fan. Sometimes those are the best times. They are. It's it's the G one. You're never. There's always going to be some wrestling to watch uh, for New Japan in during the, the next couple of months for sure. Yeah, it's, and uh, I think the, the the positive with the Super Juniors is it's a little fi- a little fast paced, so it'll keep yeah. you it'll keep you on your toes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see those brackets. How many outsiders we get? If do we get any outsiders? Do we get yeah. AW? Do we get Impact? Do we get 
you know, we had the All-Star Junior Festival. Where did people impress at that? And New Japan are like, oh, we've got to get them in the tournament. I hope we get a Fushita Junior Hayato. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was the past two weeks in New Japan. Um, the most important thing being, of course, that Shibata is the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. And everything else we talked about didn't really matter other than that. I mean, I, I would say Sonata as the oral heavy, just no. important. No. Who? Who's the what? what? Oh, who? who? Really? Who won? What title? What, what was you on about? So you're going to say Shibata ring, winning the Ring of Honor Pure Championship ranks higher for this New Japan podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck okay. yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure I know where we the man. The man is... We've, we've said it a million times. He's lucky to be alive. How is he a champion? How is he a good champion? How is he putting on good matches? This isn't Honma limping around the ring. This isn't Tenzan and his non-existent ankles. This isn't Makabe taking one bump in a match. This is Katsuro Shibata putting on a good match and being you're a champion. Out, you're just going after all of them. Huh? Fuck everyone. Shibata's the only wrestler that matters. Wow. Oh, fuck everyone. You hear also, that, Ospreay? Also, Satoshi Kojima, because we're called Bread Club. What, or, no, don't. Huh? Where is Koji? Is he on the good side or the bad side? Kojima's Kojima. on the good side, of course. Yeah, Bread Club. Dude, where, I know yeah. you're going off the rails. We're, we're, we're a New Japan podcast. We are we are a Shibata we're, we're, we're a Shibata podcast. Oh, we gotta change it. We, I can't read. We, <laughs> we're gonna go back and record the past twenty episodes. Oh, could you imagine? We're just <laughs> nightmare. Um, we just edit it where every time we mention another wrestler, it just says Shibata. Shibata. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that would like be the fuck that park where horrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. That. With the with the intros, yeah. But, no, that's so Tolkien. Right. His name is Tolkien, but for the first like twenty years they called him Token. <laughs> really? Right? But now they've gone back and fixed it. Oh no. Because they did an episode where where I think Stan or Kyle finds out his real name is Tolkien. And then and then everybody's like, Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? Oh, he's always been talking. Uh, <laughs> he went back and fixed it in every episode. No, that's so that's such a fucking good bit. Um, wow, yeah, we we will not be doing that. We do not have the technology, nor the time, nor the uh, the patience. Um, I would say. Uh, I could say yeah. Say Shabbat different ways. Yeah, they. You know, you could say doing different voices. You could do Kermit. You could do. Um, other voices that I can't think yeah, of. Yeah, I could do like me and Kieran did it, and then I'll be like Shibata, and then it's Shibata. <laughs> See, you gotta come all in and you gotta try to get away with your UK impression as long as you can. Um but yeah, uh follow us on <laughs> comments, comments, comments. I've forgotten all about the comments. Let me quickly uh, run to the charged. I'm sorry. Let me quickly run to the YouTube mobile, but Mac, you can get our plugs in. You can ask people to comment on this episode. All right, you definitely want to go over to FightfulOverbooked.com, uh, Fightful.com, or subscribe to Fightful Overbooked on YouTube. Um, you can watch the videos there, or we are available in podcast form on Fightful Overbooked. They have like a podcast um, stream where all of the episodes show up. And then uh, we are part of the Shining Wizards Network, too. Uh, the new Bread Club episodes come out about a week after they drop on Fightful Overbooked. Uh, but definitely the YouTube ones are fun to watch because you get to see me and Kieran do our thing. 
you like the video, you comment on it. Me and Kieran see all the comments. It's just because of that two-week window, sometimes we forget to bring them up. Kieran usually does an excellent job of pulling them up. I got um, I It was my bad. I've had a crazy weekend, like I said. Oh, on the you're Star good. Wars. You're good. It's not your bad. Star Wars celebration. But I remembered at the last minute, Um, we got Hayden spot on saying he feels like Sonara has to win because why would they do all the turn otherwise? Uh, so props to you, Hayden. You're very spot on. Uh, Julian, as always, thanks for commenting, dude. We really appreciate you. Um, his predictions were almost spot on. He said Mercedes. Uh, he said Aussie Open. He said Hiromu. He said Sonada. But he said Shota and Zach was going to go to a time limit draw. Uh, so that, that, that's got to come at some point in the NJPW World TV Championship. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen one of those yet, right? No, exactly. Um, Scott George, thank you again. Saying another great episode of the uh, the Bread Club. Um, he said, uh, you know, he, he agreed that with us in that wheeler doesn't really do much for him either so we have we have another one on the fuck wheelie uta train hashtag fuck wheelie uta i also think scott george doesn't like my Kyrie sane hate though probably no one likes your Kyrie sane hate she has a shitty i don't know what to tell you um <laughs> god uh mxyzptlk333 i'm not gonna try to pronounce that uh says i continue to ho- he's hoping we're gonna see danielson in the g1 this year um I think it's inevitable, whether it's this year or not. Danielson wants to be in the G1, so they've got to let him do it, right? Yeah, before he before he hangs off the boots, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Rick Allen bringing back the fact that we uh, he wants to see the Suzuki Orange Custody match because that was meant to happen during WrestleMania weekend as the pandemic hit, I think. Um, so that's a match we never got. He's still holding out for that, uh, maybe Forbidden Door 2. Um, Peter Davies coming in. He's saying he realized he loves all the wrestlers that you hate, mate. Hate Matt. You've got uh, the opposite of the opposite of Matt is Peter Davies. All right. He loves Wheeler. I don't know what to, he just. You know he doesn't do it. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. And then uh, Yusuf Ahmed Mansour as well, always on Twitter, always on our comments. A uh, really big supporter of us both of the Wizards as well. Um, he uh, was saying, how about Dante Martin or Ray Phoenix in Best of the Super Juniors fight? Uh, of course, Dante Martin now injured. That's not going to happen, unfortunately. I would love uh, to see him try and do it with his foot like that. <laughs> Just what, literally with one leg base. Literally. One back, yeah, one foot there. But no, yeah, that was... I f- hope I hit all the comments. Um, thank you, as always. Like Matt said, leave them. I will always try to remember. I will always chat about them. Um, but yeah, uh, what, where, where, carry on with your plugs, Matt. Where did you go up to? Uh, I think I got up to uh, Fightful Overbook, but Kieran is on uh, Wrestling at Wrestling, and then the brand new. I, it, it, I think it's still brand. It's not brand new. We're we're a good few episodes in. I don't know. We don't number our episodes. Um, but fine. Let me change it. But yeah, my uh, my Stay. other. Sure. No, if you want to hear me talk about New Japan more with some different people, uh, over on Wrestle N, Wrestle I Double N, uh, Ace Techers. Um, Noob Japan is coming back as a watch along format and as a podcast format for the Patreon next month. Nice. Uh, Patreon.com slash wrestle in. Uh, sign up now for $1 because we're changing our tiers come the beginning of May. We're introducing new pricing. Join for a dollar. We'll never charge you anything for and we'll never charge you any extra and you'll always get everything. So if we add $20 tiers and I'm giving you all the scoop on New Japan. You signed up for a dollar a long time ago. You took an early chance on us, and we're going to repay that by never charging you any extra. That's our our guarantee there. Um, we're working very hard. We've got lots of new stuff coming over there. So, yeah, at WrestleInIWN. Please give us a follow on the Twitter machines. Check it out. I'm grandfathered in. 
to the wrestling Patreon. So you should be too, suckers. See, so when I'm like, you know, when I've got a weekly podcast, a daily podcast with, I've got Will Ospreay one week and I've got Katz Yurishbar on the podcast the next week. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing podcasts with the biggest names in the world of professional wrestling. And you have to pay $50 to sign up to the Patreon. Matt's going to be laughing. So he's just going to be paying a buck. Oh, yeah. I'm going to really be laughing. You're really <laughs> get stars taking Christmas down. No, uh, but the first episode of Noob Fan TV is recorded. I've done it with Alex Coglin. We watched his Tom Lawler match uh, from Bloodsport. Uh, it was great fun. It really insightful to watch a match that he was involved in and him talk about the match whilst we were watching it. Um, and uh, yeah, that will be going up in May. So uh, yeah, sign up now for a dollar. Get in whilst the going's good. Yeah, one of them, uh, what do they call them? Dream boards where you put all your hopes and dreams on it and then you crush them because you like, you fucking crush it, dude. I mean, I don't do that, no. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I, I'm very, very difficult for me to switch off and not be thinking about what more stuff I can be doing for Bread Club or for Ace Techers or for Wrestle In or my own Twitter. I'm, I'm constantly switched on. It's a curse. No, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. That's why you are successful at what you do. <sighs> yeah, it'd be nice to just be able to sleep and not stress and feel like you've always got to be doing something. <laughs> So, um, look, that's why I take off. I take off during WrestleMania season, man. I'll tell you what; these last couple weeks, these last two weeks, fucking great, man. I unplug. I'm not fucking stressing about shit. Although I did smash my phone last week on the Wizards podcast. Oh God! <laughs> um, but not yeah, on the show during the show, I had oh, to okay get a. I had to powder and leave and deal with nonsense that I, you know, because I'm a maniac. I smash my phone. All right. So before okay. I rejoined the podcast, I had to fix the thing that was not functioning, and then I had <laughs> to order a new phone. But I, I'm not the only one with a Patreon. Wizards do have a Patreon as well, where I'm signed up over there. Um, and obviously, Wizards Podcast, we're recording this Monday, as we always do. It'll be up on Fight for Overbooks on either Tuesday or Wednesday, and by that time, there'll be a brand new episode of Wizards Podcast to check out at Wizards Podcast. There will be tonight. We have Vinny. I mean, when you listen to this, Vinny Pacifico will be our latest guest. He's an indie superstar. Uh, maybe you've seen some of his videos. He does little short clips where he's a spokesman for Bang Energy Drinks, and he always gets the wrestlers that he's working with that weekend involved in his skits. So there's stuff with Effie, and there's stuff with um, uh, Casey Navarro, and a lot of the a lot of the popular independent guys, Joey Janela, and such. So we'll be talking to him tonight. Next week, we have uh, the dude, uh, Shepard Alexander from the New Zealand, uh, New Japan yes. Dojo. Yes, we'll he's be been teasing us. this for a while. Yeah, New, if, you're, if, you're, if, you've, if you've lasted this far, of course, you're a New Japan fan. So that's one episode of Wizards podcast you need to go out the way to see or listen. Yeah, to. so check it out. It'll be interesting. I'm not super familiar with Shepard. I'll do my research this week, but it'll be a great introduction to him. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm interested. What's what's the difference between like the New Japan Dojo in New Zealand and Japan? And, you know, do they keep stuff the same? Do they make it much right, like, you know, you to wrestle? Bad Luck Folly puts you to sleep with his G1 matches. Like, how do we do this? Exactly. How does it work? Like, you know, do they adapt it for the New Zealand? Do you know, is it all very strict? Is it all still very Japanese? Or, you know, it, it's going to be insightful. Yeah, very. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited to talk to him. But it's sometimes it's like you got to unplug here and take a break at some point. You know, it's good to refresh the batteries. We do. I'm going to once we finish recording, I'm jumping straight in the shower. I'm going to watch the newest episode of Succession, and then I am going to bed.
I like it. And I hope after you've listened to this episode of The Bread Club, wherever you're listening, watching, you like, you subscribe, you leave a comment for me and Kieran. Follow Kieran on social media at KieranRH93. Follow WrestleIn. That's his brand. That's the people he does all these wonderful shows with at WrestleIn. Uh, Wrestle I double N, like a place where you go, like a bread and bre- bed and breakfast. It's a wrestling mm-hmm. bed and breakfast. Exactly. And you follow him, and then you follow me at Wizards Podcast. It's not me. It's like the Wizards. I run the, the Twitter, but follow us. Check us out every Monday night, Shining Wizards Podcast. Just throw it in your search bar uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We got a YouTube channel. It's all on fucking Twitter on the link tree. You check it out. We're coming back in two weeks. We're going to be talking uh, Dantaku. We're going to be talking Best Super Juniors, my experience. We still got to figure out what we're doing with our one-year anniversary. Am I dressed like a pirate? Are you going to wear a tail? What are we doing? Forgot about that. We're, we're going to have to reconvene in two weeks, and uh, maybe maybe people can leave suggestions about what we should do to celebrate our uh, one year anniversary that's coming up uh, very very soon. Yeah, as I just told you to unplug, and then I'm like, hey, here's some more things exactly. you should worry. Yeah. About. Don't worry, we're going to figure this out, Kieran. Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, thanks, nice. Kieran. That, that's 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 a good way to wrap up us thanking each other very non sarcastically. You were being sarcastic, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm British. Everything I say is sarcastic. Is it? It doesn't sound like it all the time. Only sometimes. Like when I'm... you buried Honma a couple minutes ago. Wasn't that? <laughs> I'm sorry, Honma. You're not. I'm not. You shouldn't be. Uh, I'm not. He was good once upon a time. Let's 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 send this baby home. Ha! We'll see you guys in two weeks. Take your time. Definitely watch Sakura Genesis. Big weekend of New Japan coming up. I know it's on Fight in the States uh, at a reasonable time. I don't know. You know, you guys wake up Sunday morning to watch DC and my whatever, you know. But in the States, it'll be on fight. I think there's a package. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, uh, you know, impact until late Sunday night. So you could watch New Japan and DC on Saturday. Uh, impact uh, after the Philly show where Kushida could be your Impact World Champion. So that would be cool. He could. That would be very, uh, very interesting if that happens. And you come back in two weeks. We're going to talk about all this great New Japan stuff. Who, who? I mean, the world of New Japan is crazy right now. You never know what's going to happen. So keep your finger on the pulse of New Japan wrestling with the Bread Club. Kieran, Matt, Fightful Overbooked. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. Peace and chicken grease. Oh, we didn't eat bread on the show this time. It's God. coming for the. It's coming for the. It's the the one year anniversary. How much bread are we going to eat? What kind of bread? Can I bring a potato roll? It's a- no potato roll. Do you like a potato roll? Uh, I. Potato is not bread. No, it's a potato roll. It's a bread. It's not. It's not potato then. No, it's not a potato. It's a roll. It's a oh, very it's delicious. potato. Sorry, person. Uh, okay, I'm doing it. Sorry. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.